Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. <laughs> what about Aub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get the pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming, too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, You can find us online, pr927fm.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you're following us on Facebook with all the latest news and notes going on in the Pirate Nation. And you can watch this program live and archived and subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. You can find the video there as well. And chime along, chime in uh, along on today's program. Coming up, got some guests to get to. We'll continue to get you ready for the upcoming high school football season in the area. Perry Owens, famously... Put some ranch on it. Put some ranch on it. Will join us on the program. He is always excited, ready to go. So can't wait to talk to Coach Owens from Washington High School coming up at four o'clock. The O's are playing good baseball. We'll take a look at the O's and what's going on in Major League Baseball with Mark Brown from CamdenChat.com coming up in hour number two as well. We got O's and Rays coming your way tonight right here on Pirate Radio. And in the third hour, former East Carolina tight end Bryce Williams will join us. We'll talk some football. And uh, got a got a new game plan for Bryce and the crew coming up in the three in the uh, third hour. We'll tell you more about that once we get there. So a fun show on tap for today. Got uh, Troy D and Ellerby. The boys are back in town. Hello, guys. What's up, Clipper? Good to, see you, Good Clip. to be here. And that means it's big announcement time. Big yeah. announcement. When these guys are here, there is an announcement to make with a big guest. Absolutely. A surprise guest. Yes. A first timer here. First time. On Pirate so Radio. big, he now, got your chair. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I, would, hey, I would gladly defer to this <laughs> handsome young man to have my chair anytime because uh, one of the all time great sponsors of Pirate Radio. And you may not know him personally, but I will guarantee this, and I don't guarantee things very often. I guarantee you've either used his product or heard of his product. <laughs> and without him and his great workers and his company, There'd be a lot of people that wouldn't be too happy this weekend. No, that's for sure. Can you name the product, Clip Rock? <laughs> of course he can. <laughs> I have experienced it. Maybe too much of it yeah. in my life. And it's not just one. It's multiple products, we should say. <laughs> Absolutely. Good to have uh, Russ Saputo here from uh, Carolina Eagle Distributing. And, of course, better, his... knows, better known as the king of beers. Right. Yes, Bud yeah. Light, the uh, title sponsor of the pregame tailgate here for our 20th year on football and also the title sponsor of the Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party coming up Thursday, September 1st. And, and Russ, first of all, thank you for your uh, continued tremendous support here at Pirate Radio. That's not the reason we had you on. The reason we had you on actually today is to talk about you were so fired up about the party and us bringing it back and we're going to have a new location right here in downtown Greenville at the State Theater uh, on September 1st. Obviously, you were the first person we talked to. You, you were on board from day one and you said, hey man, I want to step it up a notch. And I could I bring a special guest? I'm like, sure, man. You can bring whoever you want. <laughs> Little did I know your special guest would not be a person. Nope. <laughs> special guests are the Clydesdales. Yeah. That's pretty absolutely. awesome. Tell us uh, the big news. 
Yeah, so we're um, we're very very excited to uh, bring the Budweiser Clydesdales to Greenville for the first time ever, uh, and what a way to kick it off uh, to be uh, you know primary sponsor and stuff for the 20th anniversary of the Pirate Football Kickoff Party. Yeah, it's great to have you guys, and uh, that is a big deal. You know, the Clydesdales are kind of world famous, uh, and it actually started, I guess, actually delivering beer back in the day. That's what they were used for, correct? Forties. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is the first time ever the Clydesdales have uh, been to Greenville. And, and, and one is going to be at the Pirate Radio party that absolutely. night. Absolutely. We're, we're uh, going to honor every guest that actually comes to the party. Uh, not only are they going to be have a great time and consuming great products, but they'll have a chance to stand with the Clydesdale, get a picture one-on-one with them, too, as well, with one of the Clydesdales. Uh, and it will be a great one-on-one experience that uh, nobody else will be able to have a chance to do because we're going to be doing the Clydesdales in other locations, but as a team. So the, the one-on-one experience is going to be great for anybody that attends the 20th anniversary kickoff party. The party's going to kick off at uh, 7 o'clock on Thursday, September 1st from like 6.30 to 8.30. These Clydesdales keep a tight schedule. You know, they, they you have to get them certain hours. They, they require... They're kind of like Ellerby. <laughs> Uh, They've got a small window, and he's always on the move, well, doing different well, things. They're kind of like LRB and Troy D. You know, I, I, I'm very efficient with my time, and Troy's very high maintenance. So, yeah, perfect combination. So, if we were a horse, we'd make a great team. So they're, they're going to be at the party from, or the horse is going to be at the party from 6:30 to 8:30. Opportunity to, as you said, get close to it because the other times they're going to be around, they're going to be as a team, which people can can see them. But uh, just quite an experience uh, that that Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, about the tight schedule. I mean, they're we, we figured this was going to be the best opportunity for the one-on-one experience. And um, the next day, you know, we've got a, a big schedule too as well. We've got a, we'll start downtown Greenville from, from 12 to 2, uh, trotting the uh, horses through there and making sure that um, they're hitting all the accounts that have been supportive of us throughout the years doing one-case deliveries. <laughs> and then obviously it's a great opportunity for us to uh, showcase them for the NC State ECU football game. Yeah, that's the other big piece to the yeah. puzzle. Uh, Thursday, the party. Friday, uh, folks will have an opportunity to see them uh, around downtown Greenville. But then uh, tell us about Saturday, the high noon kickoff, what uh, the Clydesdales are going to be a part of the game. Well, we're going to start off uh, right at about 10 o'clock in the morning. They'll be, they'll, we're still trying to locate a, a great spot to be able to get them. You need a ton of space. You got three 50-foot tractor trailers. Uh, they need a ton of space. So we're trying to work out three different locations. Once we get that worked out, they'll get saddled up. They'll get them in. Uh, we will do a run through the Pirate Alumni, Pirate Radio, and we'll go all the way through the tailgating uh or area. Once we get them done, we're going to try to get a time to where we can have them when the pirate walk happens, yeah. when the players arrive, which would be outstanding opportunity. Um, and then we are also working on possibly trotting them through the inside of the stadium, doing one lap like they do at Bush Stadium yeah. during every home game. So we'll have one at our party, but how many, when you have them all together, how many are there? There's eight. Wow. So that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to keep track of. How many handlers do they have? Um, they have eleven handlers. Uh, so ten guys actually just attend to the horses. The eleventh man is the transportation guy. He's the guy that keeps everything clean, stays with the trucks and trailers, makes sure nothing happens. And um, when you say clean, he cleans up after. Uh... No, there's. Oh, two of the other guys actually do. They have oh, a golf okay. cart and they ride around and they just make sure they clean up everything. Wow, yeah. Them. So if anything happens, it gets yeah, cleaned up right away. Well, I was kind of <laughs> hoping during the lap in the stadium they could leave Dave Doran and the Wolfpack a little <laughs> special treat on their side of the sideline. They don't have to clean that one up. <laughs> in case they got to get out of the stadium real fast, they can leave that. So where do these guys call home? Is it St. Louis? 
Uh, they have multiple locations. They have three different teams. Um, they have uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Merrimack, New Hampshire, and then uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. So they have three different teams, and they ended up um, uh, dispersing them out. And you got to imagine, with this being such a great icon for Anheuser Busch, everybody wants them. But the parties, the parties, the games, everything else that actually goes with that. Uh, it's very important that that schedule is is tight, just like we talked about. Yeah, uh, you have to have a full schedule for them. There's there's not very much downtime, with the ex- exception of when they actually arrive on Monday, August the 29th. They have a rest day on Tuesday where they just relax, and then Wednesday will be in Little Washington. The competition, as you said, to be able to get them here is tremendous. Just within other Budweiser franchises. Yeah, it's it's. It's, it's hard to do. It took us three years to be able to accomplish this. And even without uh, COVID happening too as well, it still would have taken us that long because you the, the, the process takes a very, very long time and it has to be right. It has to work for them. Well, I know uh, we've had some friends that are in the horse business and uh, big in uh, the horse stuff. And you would have thought, you know, we said, you know, um, uh, the biggest rock star in the country was coming to town. You know, I mean, they were so fired up about this when we told a few few folks about it. So I, I think a lot of people that you know love horses. This is as, this is as good as it gets. With the, I mean, these are superstars. Yeah, you know? it sure is. And and we're we're given that opportunity to uh, use a local stable for the for the horses but uh with the expense that goes along with the horses we would like to have them on site so that we can actually have our employees enjoy it um while they're in their stables yeah and that's kind of hard to do when it's at a private stable so you know we've got a hundred by 60 foot tent and we're going to have them uh at the warehouse and uh, behind theirs in secure location i mean they do it right there's landscaping and everything these guys do all of it it's, yeah. it's, amazing. it's a major production. It's, it's a major production. Well, it's an honor Absolutely. for us to be able to be really the kickoff event for this, for yes. these guys this weekend. So the first chance, and maybe the only chance for some folks to get a picture with them would be to attend the Pirate Radio kickoff party That's right. Thursday night at the State Theater, uh, downtown Greenville. Doors will open at 7. Uh, we'll probably have these guys set up a little bit 6.30 to 8.30 yeah. will be the opportunity to come down a little bit early, get a picture, and then and, uh, get in and see the Breakfast Club. And if you uh, want to get a ticket in advance, which is what we encourage you to do, uh, the link is on our website, pr927fm.com. It is also on the State Theater's website, too. You can buy tickets there. Only 10 bucks. All of the proceeds from the ticket sales, by the way, going back to local charities. We got four charities, LRB, that we are going to support through our ticket sales. Yeah, SportWorks Ministries, uh, Riley's Army, the uh, Daughters for Dads, and then of course the uh, Heather Ann Perti Scholarship at the ECU School of Nursing. So uh, when you buy a ticket, not only are you able to punch your ticket to see the Breakfast Club play at the State Theater, enjoy some nice Bud Lights, get a picture with the Clydesdale, you're going to donate all those proceeds to uh, four great local charities, and you're going to have a heck of a time. And in addition to the Clydesdales, we got some other cool things we're going to be working on that night inside with the uh, with the party. So definitely go ahead and jump on board, get your tickets now. It's getting real close, Troy. Day. Yeah, this is a, Russ. This may be the only time they come to Greenville. I mean, this is a major production. Who knows if you'll ever be able to pull this off again? You know, right? Yeah, just because they're scheduled is so tight. Um, they have a website that's called Follow the Hitch. 
uh, at hashtag follow the hitch and you can follow them where they're going just before they come to Greenville from start to finish. It's, it's once again, it is one of those things where there's so many people that are involved to make sure that this goes over without a hitch. You have to have law enforcement involved, roads blocked, you know, safety. There's, it, it's a major, major deal. But at the end of the day, the experience that people have, they'll talk about it for years. Yeah. The, 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 when you see a Clydesdale and how big they are, I mean, you, you mentioned it before we went on the air. When they put their hoof down, you better not have anything you like underneath <laughs> it because it, it's going to be smashed pretty hard. I mean, they're just giant. Some of the largest horses that uh, roam the earth and uh, just an iconic uh, you know, piece of history there with the Budweiser brand. So uh, it's going to be super exciting that weekend. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And um, like I said, the, the schedule's available. You can find it at hashtag follow the hitch. You'll be able to see where they're actually going, the times that they go. But uh, we're, we're, we're really excited about kicking it actually off on 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 the part for the party and then you missed it uh, the, uh, you're doing a military event on sunday as well that's correct uh sunday you know you know what a better way and stuff to finish out the week with a great folds of honor um you know military appreciation and friends and family day too as well it's not just for military but we would like friends and family to come out we set it after 12 o'clock uh, we figure everybody would get out of church and would like to bring their family down we'll have some giveaways and some prizes too as well uh and that will be the last chance for you to see the clydesdales up close in person before they actually head back to St. Louis. Now, have you uh, been at an event that where you've seen these before through your business? You know, at a different. Have you ever seen these guys in person before? Because this will be the first for many people like myself that have never, you know, other than TV, I've never been in person. You know, seen one in person. Right. This is the second uh, time that we've actually had them in. Uh, for our location. So 1992, we built a brand new facility in uh, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and we had them out there. That was back in the 90s when things were pretty cool with the Bud Light Magic Truck and yeah. Bill Elliott was the truck driver for the NASCAR. It was a pretty awesome event that people still talked about. So it was very important to us on our 25th anniversary to bring them back. Well, I imagine they garner a lot of attention. They do. And this will be uh, something a lot of people want to see. Yes. Uh, and then the second time we had them was 2016 when it was our 25th anniversary. And, and, and people still from back in 1992 came to watch them. And they said, we thought we would never see them again just because they're just such an icon and they're hard yeah. to get to. So Love the idea of the delivery uh, coming up. That will be on Friday. Yes. Uh, right here down the road so i might yeah. have to pop my head out and check that out that'll be pretty cool uh pirate radio is one of the ones on the stop yeah awesome. well you know what? Oh, well, i'll just look out the window then <laughs> we we look out the window open we the do door. deliveries here for giveaways so this will be a nice way That's to exactly deliver right. us instead of us going to the warehouse yep. uh it'll come to us and you so don't need be... a license for it it's yeah. just a friendly uh, alert the uh <laughs> video crew so we can get some good uh, absolutely footage of that that'll be cool. that. absolutely yeah. that's from 12 to 2 uh we will start uh through one of the great things we're going to do that day too as well not just for bars and restaurants and honoring them too as well and thanking them for their business but we're going to stop by the new fire station here in greenville yeah. and drop off some relief water too as well that anheuser bush has supplied us with uh too as well and you said that starts around 12 yes. friday which should be good i should be able to be up and at them by then after a late <laughs> night from the pirate pirate radio party that gives me a little bit of buffer time my, my, so. i'm betting troy's gonna spend the night at the pirate radio studio <laughs> since the party is downtown it, this it year it is easy enough to just crash on my couch you know, right here it's just a matter if he has his keys and could get in the building so everyone else has slept on my couch but me yeah <laughs> 
So uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for all you do. I appreciate you, um, as always, uh, being the title sponsor of our, our football kickoff party. We've had to pause it for a couple years during COVID, but we're really excited to have it back. $10 tickets available on our website, pr927fm.com. Uh, the Clydesdale is going to be there for you to get a picture with. Uh, lots of cold beverages. Lots of fun. It's just uh, the Breakfast Club, Troy D's 80s music. He might even get some 80s hair and, and, and be dancing and having a good time. So uh, it, it's going to be an absolute fun weekend. And I believe just 39 days away until the football season. So only 37 days away until the party. So uh, it's gearing close. And as Troy likes to say, August 1st is Monday. It'll be here before yeah, you know it. it. It will be. And uh, Russ, once again, thank you so much for your support. Tremendous support of Pirate Radio. We couldn't do what we do without great sponsors like you. And uh, you're definitely top on the list. So thank you so much for all your support. And this is above and beyond being able to do something like this for the community. And uh, tying it into our party is just incredible. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm, we're looking forward to going to a new venue too, as well for the for the kickoff party yeah. too, as well. So a lot, a lot of people don't know it's the state theater. A lot of people yeah. I've, I've talked to haven't been to the state theater. They got an upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah, this will be their first time. Yeah, they yeah. got. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of cool different bars set up in there. So uh, definitely plan to join us. The state plenty theater. of cold Bud Lights and uh, Mick Ultras and the whole <laughs> gamut, right? That's right. <laughs> and we got more uh, Freedom Beer to give away on Friday. That's I love right. those. Those have been popular, haven't they? The Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. Oh the freedom. God, yes, I, and the John Deere stuff flew off the shelves from the what I heard. That John was cool. Deere yeah, were that's pretty awesome. Uh, we we were pretty excited about that. We thought they were going to stop with the camouflage cans, but they are just continuously innovating and driving that that message home with that brand. Yeah, the American worker. The, right. The freedom so, ones look pretty cool. Yeah, they do I great. Like we that. do free beer Friday uh, each week right here, where your chance to be a winner on the stations for winners. And of course, you know, just recently in the last few years, they've selling your product at uh, all the ECU athletic events so uh, that's been a big hit for fans when they uh don't actually have to finish three or four before they go in the stadium they can you know walk in the stadium and uh walk up to one of the bars and uh, get a cold bud light inside the stadium as well absolutely and and they they have uh, increased their uh, buying uh, places to buy product and stuff for the game so we're looking for low lines and fast service more points of sale That's as they exactly say in the right. business and the yeah. first game is going to be a big test high noon kickoff uh, probably large with crowd the largest crowd we've had in Dowdy Ficklin according Stadium. to NC State fan yesterday 90% Wolfpack fans that's right a lot of red <laughs> 90, I think yeah. he must be confused where the game is going to be yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he is too he's going to be really disappointed at Carter Finley who was that clown that said that yesterday clip I that was remember. random Joe on Ran- the internet yeah random Just Joe some dude yeah i don't yeah. know at random joe must be true and apparently he's bored <laughs> <laughs> anybody can have a twitter handle that's right all right uh good stuff russ uh that's really cool man so uh that's coming up and uh it'll be right here uh at the party we'll have a clydesdale there i don't know if i've ever met anyone from a super bowl commercial before this will be my first time wow big celebrity sighting that's a good out point. in front so that's uh, now now this is a legit question and i don't mean this being weird but this is if you're a regular listener you know i've met a lot of celebrities and shaken hands and hugged a lot of people will you be able to touch a clydesdale if you come to the party, yes. All right. There we go. I'm going to add it on the list. The list. <laughs> add one to the list, gentlemen. <laughs> Touch to Clydesdale. Have you? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, probably not would be the answer for most people. 
that could be a big time celebrity right there absolutely get yeah. right behind it troy d and touch it. <laughs> See yeah. What yeah. creeping out horses add that to your resume <laughs> don't, don't you have like a uh you have to stay within like 20 feet away from a horse if you see one from something that happened in the past no no that was um that was, that was not me that was a fraternity brother <laughs> yeah. good deal all right good stuff uh russ thanks for joining us thank That's you awesome all. very much thank Appreciate you brother the opportunity appreciate it yep all right we'll take a time out we'll come back we'll have more for you hour one of pirate radio live we roll on after these words You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. We're talking some football at 4 o'clock with Perry Owens, head football coach, out at Washington High School. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com will join us to talk some baseball in hour number two. Bryce Williams will be here the third hour of the program. Troy D. Chandler Honeycutt here in the Pirate Radio studios. Some big news. We will have one of the famous Clydesdales uh, at the Pirate Radio football kickoff party coming up on Thursday, September the 1st. It'll be set up from 6.30 to 8.30, so if you're attending the party, you can get a picture with the famous Clydesdale. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And actually, I knew that they were going to be making some uh, old-school beer deliveries on the next day on Friday. I did not know until Russ said on the air that actually Pirate Radio is on the stop. Yeah. So we'll get a delivery here, too, which is freaking incredible eight giant horses in front of the pirate radio studios on friday yeah that's that'll be, that'll be a good photo op right there too i was thinking about this during the break um what other famous live animals would we want to attend the pirate radio football kickoff party huh. and is that a thing of the past because i think like lassie mr ed like who are the famous live animals today uh-huh. Do college mascots count? I thought about that. There's a bunch of them, right? I'd like to see Ugga. Ugga, Bevo, right? Is that the name for the Texas uh, giant steer? Well, the last time Bevo and Ugga were in the same stadium, Ugga almost got, uh, you know. Does LSU still have a live tiger? They... I think they, they have, have a one new die. one. Yeah, I think they have a new one now. But yeah, he just recently died. Auburn's uh, eagle. Does North Carolina still have a ram on the sideline? They used to paint the horns blue. Yeah, Ramses. Yeah. They used to call oh, it. Oh yeah. Which is not weird. I never understood why they're the Tar Heels yet they went with a ram. Well, they needed a, a animal ma- mascot. An animal? Why? Why do you have to have an animal mascot? Your mascot should be a foot. I don't think it right. Exactly. Them. Thank you, CJ. It should be a big stinky foot painted blue. If you blue. didn't want your mascot to be a foot, then right. you should have picked a different exactly. name. Exactly. Your mascot is a foot. Troy, Deal you're always it. right. Thank you, CJ. <laughs> well, uh, uh, no, but it should be. It should be a foot. It's not a ram. We're we we have a pirate. We don't have a parrot as a mascot. <laughs> we have pirate Steve. <laughs> 
He's, he's kind a, of a he's a secondary. Hey, you know Chandler. what? He's a pirate. He is a he's pirate. A bird. <laughs> he's an actual pirate. So, who are the famous animal actors these days? I'm like celebrities. Think, like, rest in peace, Airbud. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did Airbud die? The original. Oh well, they probably been in the Airbud. movie or outside of the movie. Outside of the movie, the, the real Airbud. I was okay. talking about uh, the other day, Old Yeller. Did you yeah. guys ever see that? Oh, God. That was the first movie I think I ever, like, cried at at the end. Like, I remember seeing that as a kid. I don't know if I've seen it. I know what happens. Uh, yeah. Well, spoiler alert, it's been out for, like, 40 years. If you haven't seen it by now, you get attached to the dog, Old Yeller, and it dies at the end. And it was the first time, I think, like, I had a movie, like, I had plot twist. I wasn't expecting that as a child, you know. Again, Chad going old school here, Spud McKenzie. I mean, we're going way <laughs> back at this point. One. Yeah, but that might be a conflict with our uh, title sponsor. I mean, but there's no like, uh, there's like the gecko for Geico is not real, right? It's an animal. Why not? Yeah, it's, that, it's computer generated. Though. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was real. It's a lizard, or what is it? A gecko. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Just something I was thinking about. Yeah. We have there, a. There's one that's become TikTok famous, but I wouldn't consider him to be up in the level of like, say, Lassie or. Oh, the the hurricanes have their uh, pig. That is true. They oh, do have yeah, a pig. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you do talking you, about the emu, Shirley? Yes, yeah. Emmanuel, Emmanuel the, emu. the emu. Do you feel people are getting away from animal, live animal mascots? I feel like we've standards? gotten away from that. Yeah. yeah. It's not as pre- prevalent as it used to be. Well, I guess with I computer guess technology, people, you can now have more, you know, yeah. realistic-looking well, fake and animals. I guess you could say some people are worried about how these animals are being treated and that kind of thing. Yeah. I can assure you the Clydesdales are probably treated better than any horse on this oh, planet. Oh, there's no question. I mean, they're uh, treated incredibly fantastic. By the way, Spud McKenzie was uh, Bud Light. Right? Oh, then Spud McKenzie is welcome. Yeah. What you? I don't know I don't what know. you I thought, thought, I thought it was. I thought it was a different. I was thinking a different product, but that is right. Spud's McKenzie is a Anheuser-Busch creation. And it was a real dog, I think, back then. Yes. Sure. Like, yeah. It was an actual what, dog. That's the point of this conversation. Yeah. They're all real. Yeah. And we, we don't see him anymore. Well, obviously, the real Spuds McKenzie's probably passed away by now, but maybe the bloodline of Spuds McKenzie lives on, kind of like these great thoroughbred horses. So this is like Spud McKenzie's grand dog. Do y'all remember the Grumpy Cat meme? Yes. Oh, yeah. It died. <laughs> oh. Chandler, Thank you, Chandler. You're being a big bummer during this. <laughs> He's I'm, I'm, I'm just saying y'all straight. You said live animals. You just mentioned that that animal dead. Hey, maybe animals that's dead. why we don't do it anymore yeah. because the uh, sadness of their death. Like yeah. the the bushes baked beans dog. He just died dead. Like last year. Chandler, <laughs> look at somebody else with those deadpan yeah. eyes. You make me sad. <laughs> but that's why, like, if you have a dog in a cartoon, it can live on forever. Right. You know, I used like to watch Snoopy. Snoopy. I used to watch Clifford. Die. Used to watch Clifford, the big red dog. The big red dog. Uh, who's the dog with Family Guy? Brian. 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 Brian will live on forever. That Brian is a Griffin. human dog. Brian may get canceled, but he never dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go. Just a thought of the day. Yeah, more it, live it did make me think. celebrities. Yeah, we need them. All right, so uh, the Clydesdales will be here. Oh That's my gosh! Cool. Of course, Harambe. Dead. Oh, oh, dead. Oh, yeah. Golly. Yeah. Wait, Thank you, Captain Buzzkill. <laughs> dead. Bryce Williams will join us to talk about dead animals coming up in hour He's three. He's killing a lot of them, by the way. Yeah. He's a, he really does. He They're murdered, all dead. He's murdering fish. That was the joke. Yeah. You got it. Killing deer. Across the board. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> yeah. 
dead. Surprise, Pete is not all over us when we have Bryce Williams on. D E D dead. All right, uh, Troy D. What's going on in the uh, the world of ECU athletics? Is this kind of a quiet? This is kind of the calm before the storm. The calm before the storm. This is a storm. week off for the guys. They much deserved week. This will be their last break if you think for, until the end of the season. You know, they may get a, a day here and there, and a, a couple days on the open date uh if it times out right but as far as like a week off this is it this is their last they, they get to kind of do whatever they want to do this week and they report back monday tuesday ish and uh, officially get underway tuesday august the 2nd so kind of quiet um we'll have as, as we mentioned yesterday coach houston will join us friday at three o'clock look forward to that um and then we've got a big announcement coming up uh thursday too concerning uh a lot of i would say ec football related I saw a thread on Hoist the Colors uh, asking about Holton Ayler's legacy at East Carolina. What does he need to do this year to put himself in the upper realm of all-time quarterbacks at ECU? <clears throat> and uh, pretty good question. Like, what right now is the the Mount Rushmore of ECU quarterbacks? Not including him, you mean? Like, include just, him if you'd like. No, nah, but wait, is I he think you got to wait till the end of this season, and then. What's your current Mount Rushmore of, of ECU quarterbacks? quarterbacks? Yeah. Well, okay, we've well, got obviously Jeff Blake front and center. Um, I think you you've got a what? There's no center on a Mount Rushmore. No, I mean the fr- I'm saying I'm saying on my list front and center oh, okay. Jeff Blake. It's Thank you for holding his feet to the fire. Golly. Calm down, CJ. I thought you were kissing my ass. The here. biggest ass kisser goes really yeah. technical. There is no front. Yeah. There is no center. Kind of going hard for no reason right there. Hey, everything everything on Mount Rushmore, it's all dead. It's not real. Um, Shane Carden. Yes, Shane Carden. Uh, you probably could make a great case for David Garrard. Uh, so that's three. And then you're, you're going to have... Um, I think if Holton plays his cards right and has the season I think they're capable of having, I think I would love to add Holton Aylers. Who's on it right four. now? Who would we have to bump off? No. Who is your four right now? The, oh, that's what I'm saying, though. I would, I'd like to put Holton on it right now, but I'm waiting till the end of the season. I want to see what happens this So who's so, your four so right now? Hadn't thought about it until just now. I think think. What about you? Didn't, no, you didn't ask it seven I times. I you didn't mention Cram, man. Probably, eh, probably Crandall. Yeah. All right. Thank you. But I'm saying I probably would bump Crandall off if Holton has the season that I think he's getting ready to have. All right. So he'd be the first man out. So who are we missing? Are we missing? We anyone? wouldn't miss anybody. I'm Is saying that the if clear? We, if we go, if we have an incredible season this year, you got to put Holton up there. You got to keep Jeff Blake, uh, David Garrard, Shane Carden, and Shane Carden. Those would be my four. Uh, looking at just passing yards, which does not make a quarterback, if James Pinckney would have done more winning and he was uh, he had some tough stuff going on around him yeah. as far as O-line. Uh, but he is the fourth leading passer right now behind Carden, Ehlers, and Garrard. And then you got Cranman. Dominique Davis in just two years uh, is number six on the list. Patrick hmm. Pinckney, seven. Jeff Blake, eight followed by Travis Hunter and Danny Gonzalez. Travis Hunter was the starting quarterback my freshman year at East Carolina. Was he more of a running? He was. He was kind of like, and that was back in the day where that wasn't as traditional like it is now. Uh, He was a a mobile-type QB, which is very non-traditional back in the late 80s. He is ninth all-time passing yards and passing touchdowns. Holton Aylers... Can Holt Naylor's uh, throw for 18 touchdowns this year? 
That answer is certainly yeah. yes. He'll mm-hmm. beat uh, what? Shane Cardinal? He'll be the all-time passing touchdowns leader. Yeah. If that Several is. records that he can break this year. Yeah. Um, can he take over every uh, quarterback record, do you think, this year? I believe he can. Yes. Just about every one. How far is he from total yards? passing yards? He is one about 1,700. Where is he at on the uh, quarterback rushing list? I don't have quarterback rushing in front of me. Could hmm. not tell you. But he, would, but, but chances he are there. he stays healthy. He has a good season. I I don't even think he has to have a great. I think he has a good season. He'll beat these records now and, again, and leave East Carolina as the number one. But that's because of longevity, correct? More so than right. Know, but doesn't mean he's better. Means he has the records. Correct. There's a, there's a you know you could make a argument as far as body of work and who is more talented or better, but he will own the, the stats. Because Jeff Blake yeah. is well, far down on the numbers. Right, but he really only got one full year, if you think about it. You know, he had his breakout year senior season, which is where he was a superstar. And quarterback DCU to their best season all time. Correct. So you have to take that into account. Which we're trying to repeat here. Right. So just which, say, which uh, I do think this could be a Jeff Blake type season. Holden Aylers does have the two highest single game passing yards total uh, 535 against Cincinnati, 498 against SMU. Yeah. Uh, Carden third on that, uh, second, I guess, on that list behind Aylers, followed by Blake Kemp, which is crazy to wow. say. Uh, against UCF in 2015, had 465 yards. So, yeah. All time. And I don't know, there, maybe there's older Pirates that would have names that are not on my list because of my age or your age. Yeah. But, as far as in the modern era, I think we named a pretty yeah. good list there. Anyone that you would have different than what I have? No, I had Carden, Blake, uh, Cranman, and Gerard. Okay. If Dominique Davis would have been a four-year guy, he would have had a, mm-hmm. a really good argument. If James yeah. Pinckney would have won more games, he would be up there. And we kind of throw Patrick Pinkney to the side two conference USA championships yeah. but it, you know if 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 Cardin Blake Gerard Crandall were there hypothetically instead of Pinkney the numbers would have been even better right. I think yeah personally so there you go what do you think let us know I got some basketball news Steve and I go tweeting earlier today some basketball scheduling news ECU is reportedly set to take on UNCW and South Carolina in non-conference action this season so we've heard about an SEC opponent coming in the future and this year and that opponent is the Gamecocks of South Carolina that is uh that's awesome to get an SEC team on the schedule I like it a lot uh some bad news some sad news as we go to break Shirley uh Chad says uh the Taco Bell dog dead is that confirmed or alleged we're gonna say dead i don't want to put out misinformation that was a good 20 15 20 years ago i'd also like to throw out the aflac duck that's a good Ah. animal yes that's a live animal right that is alive it is a duck i hope it's alive (laughs) (laughs) hate to bring it to you (laughs) those would be easy to swap out no one would know the difference (laughs) in a white duck I'm going to start reviewing the film to see if they've changed the duck over the years. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Hour 1 Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, the uh, Greenville Noon Rotary Club is sponsoring the Splash for Trash Tar River Cleanup. It's a community service project. It's going to be held uh, coming up this Saturday from 8 a.m. until 12 a.m. And uh, that is to uh, promote recreational use and the cleanup of the Tar River in Pitt County. And uh, once again, that'll be happening this Saturday from 8 a.m. until 12 p.m. If you're interested, all you have to do is meet out there at the Greenville Town Common Boating Access and uh, they will uh, meet up with you there and uh, you can help clean up the tar river as a part to promote access river recreation and environmental awareness now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip brock all righty back with you here on pirate radio live a lot of football talk today and the remainder of the week we'll talk to the new head coach out at south central high school coming up on wednesday's edition of prl kendrick parker will join us also todd leip from aiden grifton as we continue our high school football previews we'll talk to the head man uh for ecu football mike houston coming up on friday's show so a lot of football uh covering it all here on pirate radio troy d chandler honeycutt here chandler uh i saw uh the commanders have reported to training camp they'll have their first practice tomorrow morning uh, ron rivera speaking later today all the other NFL teams, your Panthers getting ready for it. What's uh, is Christian McCaffrey like ready to go week one? Is he 100% ready as, to go? As far as I know, I've been seeing uh, videos of uh, all four quarterbacks on the Panthers roster uh, Baker Mayfield, you have PJ Walker, Sam Darnold, and then of course Matt Corral, who we just got in this past year's draft, uh, had a uh, throwing session. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of videos, uh, not just that one, of Christian McCaffrey out there catching footballs and, and running and doing some stuff. So if I had to guess, if I had to put money on it, I would say that he will be in the starting lineup week one against the Cleveland Browns. You know what would be difficult to do, Troy D, legitimately, is do your uh, Chicago Bears to Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Mm. I mean, it, yeah. and it's been especially like the modern era yeah. jim mcmahon yeah, you'd have to put jay your cutler. boy jay cutler you have to put jay cutler up there he's on with there. the c- cigarette dangling yeah <laughs> maybe a don't care underneath of him but he's on there um god i don't know who else you'd put on there i mean look at there he little, has his own podcast it uh, may just actually. be a two-person mount rushmore <laughs> cj is that, might, is hey, that what mount rushmore it, looks it, like it would be mount rush less Hey, hey, oh, that was good. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was actually good. Um, Troy, I'll, I'll give you the, the passing yards leaders all time for the Bears if you right. want them. Yeah, speaking of Bears, you know, the big rival. I'm trying to go to the Bears-Packers game this year. Uh, it'll be in December. The, uh, did you see Aaron Rodgers' report today? Did I see it? <laughs> I loved it. I, he looks just like Nicolas Cage. In the movie Con Air. Uh, identical. He's playing the uh, the character. I thought it was Put Nicholas, the bunny, the bunny it, back in the box. Put the bunny back in the box. I thought it was Nicolas Cage reporting to camp. It, it, for the I Packers. mean, Dead it Ringer. incredible. Had the, the wife beater on. Yeah. yeah. The hair, the facial hair. It's amazingly accurate. Dead Ringer. Yeah. Amazing. I don't even think he was trying to be. I think it just came out that I think that's what the internet does you know people see a picture then they do a side by side they look just like up but i don't think that was his intention 
I don't know what his intentions are these days. Yeah. Uh, Jay right. Cutler, your all-time leader in passing yards. He's all, Put them on. You got to go back to 1939 oh to 1950. Luckman? Sid Luckman. Oh, my God. Jim Harbaugh is third all-time. Hmm. And then your guy, Jim McMahon, who you would have yeah. first. And an honorable mention, Troy D. will have a little rock to Mitchell Trubisky, the Bears' fifth all-time leading passer. God, what a sad a, That is how Bears. pitiful. Yeah. The passing history is in quarterbacks of the Chicago Bears. If the Chicago Bears just had a de- halfway decent quarterback, yeah. they probably would have won so many Super Bowls with but, their defenses. Yeah, uh, I would almost you'd have to you could make a case for Tim Tebow. Four. He was a backup with the Bears at one time. Twenty. Did he do a, a season? At, was he? I thought he was. Google Tim Tebow. I swear, I thought he was a backup one time for the Bears. Mm. Nah. I was okay. I thought he was. I think you dreamed that. All right, maybe I did. Never was on the practice roster. Never. All right, never mind. Uh, maybe sexy Rexy. Maybe that's uh, what I'm thinking of. Rex Grossman. I get Rex Grossman both in Florida and Tim Tebow sometimes mixed up. No, you don't. That's what it is. No, you don't. Rex Grossman is what I meant. Uh, he is 14th all time. Took him to yeah. a suit. Well, he, did. he, he did didn't take, take him to a suit. Well, he was ball. the quarterback as the defense took them to the Super Bowl. He was riding teams. in the back somewhere. <laughs> yeah. They gave him a ride to the Super Bowl. Isn't that uh, amazing? He's a Super Bowl quarterback, though? It is. It's amazing that this franchise, such a proud franchise, has had yeah. this awful history mm. at quarterbacks. Devin uh, Hester opening that game with a uh, kick return was pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Unfortunately, y'all lost. The mayor Dead. wants to uh, <laughs> dome uh, Soldier Field and, and renovate it. How do you feel the about that? The new one? Yeah, well, the new renovated Soldier Field, which has still been a while since they've done that. Now they want to put a dome on it and uh, maybe expand it a little bit to try and keep the Bears in downtown Chicago. You going to help pay for that? Uh, well, no, I don't live in downtown Chicago, so it would probably be on the taxpayers there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Bears have already come out and said they want to purchase the Arlington Heights racetrack property, which gives them hundreds of acres, and they could build their own facility, they could own the parking, they could build hotels, much like what the Patriots did with Patriots Place. They were one of the first people that kind of built their own complex, and then they control all the pieces to it. Um, I, I could see that you know it's a no-brainer for the Bears to to do that. So the mayor of Washington of Chicago is trying to keep it there for correct financial reasons, financial political. The sure. Bears think it would be better suited to go elsewhere, build it around it, right? So control they don't control any of the parking that's all owned by the city. As someone who it's goes, also too small of a stadium. If you go to a game every year like you do, you have a little stake in it. What yeah. would you prefer? Uh, actually, I'm okay with them moving. I like the history and tradition of Soldier Field, but if you've gone to a game there, it is extremely difficult sometimes unless you're staying right downtown even then the hotels aren't that close uh it's a hassle getting in and out of soldier field there's very limited parking um luckily i'm with some folks that are related to my sister who's still up there that, that have parking passes so i ride with them but if you don't have a parking pass there it is a nightmare trying to get to soldier field um, so if you have a big place that has plenty of parking make it much easier to get it in and out too and it's just it's even if you have parking pass it's still a headache trying to get out of the place like it's just it's not set up well for that steve hill this isn't very nice says uh i often get t martin and peyton manning mixed up they yep. both went to tennessee let's uh, see it happens <laughs> thank <laughs> you steve i appreciate that uh, uh t martin is a champion peyton manning is not folks so remember that's that. true um yeah i've had a lot of that's a uh that's a bar trivia question you could get somebody with that you could who was you tennessee's uh quarterback and the year they won multiple the championship. choice and you know everyone would pick 
Everybody saying paid, paid man. Yeah, you should use that sports trivia as a bait and switch question. Unless they're uh, they're paying attention, they're not going to know that one. All right, um, let's see. Other, I was going to get to the Aaron Rodgers showing up like oh, Nick sorry. Cage, but you beat me to that. Sorry, one. I didn't mean to. That was. Uh, there's not a lot going on in the sports world uh, these days as we get ready for training camps. Got Major League Baseball going on. One score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck three nothing Cubs right now over the Pirates. Speaking of baseball, we talked to Bryson Worrell yesterday, and you had to remind me that I had a long conversation with the Atlanta Braves scout that was here during the regionals where I, I was pumping Bryson Worrell up to him before all his shenanigans, which turned out fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. And by shenanigans, I mean multiple home runs in the same inning. Um, I found his card. So I will be contacting him as to have him as a guest on our show. I thought it would be cool. We talked about this off-the-air clip just to talk to a uh, national scout, what they do, you know, just the process and and did you really put Worrell on his radar? Because you might have. Yeah, and you can ask him that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair He's not going to admit to it. He, he he did to – like, I was pumping him up. All that stuff happened. I We were talking for like an hour. I left to actually go sit behind – like with Bailey or behind Morgan or something. I went back to the scout afterwards, and I said, hmm. So I told you so. And he goes, damn, you're good at this. Because maybe you should be a scout. Because I'll be on the radio. I said, "Perfect, let's switch." <laughs> <laughs> that uh, trade did not happen. It did not happen yet. Yet, but it yeah. still could. Um, Troy D knows talent. I just saw this headline. Do, fast fact about me: What is a body part that I'm missing that many of you may have? Spleen. No, I got my spleen. Oh, you're missing a body part. What appendix? Body? I am missing my appendix. Oh, I was it gonna. Was, go, I was gonna go. To, Oh, hit that next before CJ jumped in and rudely interrupted. You had a guess. It was oh, my I, turn. I didn't know it was a team deal. Mount Rushmore of body parts I'm missing. What happened? Front and center appendix. What happened to your appendix? I had appendicitis. They had to get removed. Oh, how long ago? When I was a kid. I was like in uh, fourth grade or something. Oh, wow. That's kind of serious when you're a kid, you know? It's kind of scary because if they don't take it out, it like ruptures and yeah, then you it got some kill serious you. stuff going yeah. on. I'm guessing you're saying this because of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is having an appendectomy. Oh, wow. So, so um, you have that in common with him. I Much like, yeah. Great athlete. Yeah. In his prime, and <laughs> in my prime, uh, I I just remember it. It was very painful, very painful. Was and it like you could eat nothing but ice cream afterwards for a little while? I remember that Jello. part of it, like yeah. ice, like yeah, a lot of like lemon ice and yeah, stuff like I, that. I don't know why that is, but evidently that's the, the <coughs> diet after you have one of these things. I remember being mad because my dad kept making me laugh, and it was so painful, and oh. he was doing it like just to mess with you yeah and it was i was like laugh crying um so did all y'all have your appendix appendixes uh, knock on wood we still have ours good deal I, I mine's do. not dead not dead not dead all right good have you had any other body parts removed i have not we need to get west hines in here what for do they do discussion. with it when they when they remove it from you well i think it, it then becomes medical waste just throw it in but the trash. i've always thought about this like if you have a surgery <laughs> there's clip rocks appendix then, no like the if they take something out of your body and it's yours if it's your body shouldn't you be allowed to make the decision of what happens like if you wanted to keep my body my choice <laughs> if you wanted to keep your appendix for whatever reason could they not put it in a jar and give it to you I guess. Does it still blow up if it's out of your body? Like the rubber. Say, if you wanted to put it it's up, like a on ticking the, like, time bomb. Yeah, I want to see. That's when my it appendix. Explodes. I just want to. Has like it. a uh, a timer on it. Yeah. Why Why can't you have that? Like, if I wanted to put it up in my in my house for decoration, say, hey, showing the house. That's my appendix. Yeah. 
Now, Wes is that well, he would have like a Hall of Fame. Of, uh, <laughs> he would have a Mount Rushmore yeah, of, of his body parts. that are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like those Here's, haunted houses yeah. where they in the jars yeah. they have body Here's parts. Here's his hernia. Here's another hernia. <laughs> Here's the. I mean, there's no telling what he. He's formed his small intestine into a snake <laughs> running across the entire living room. Here's ten feet of it still in a jar. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I, I, I guess, I've always thought about that. Yeah. What do they have a purpose for it? Why don't they put it back in our hands after yeah. it's done? And then what actually what happens to it? Do you, does it go to the landfill? Like, Great what, question. How do you dispose? Of, I guess you know medical waste. They've got to dispose of differently. Like, does it get incinerated? Like where I mean I guess we'd have to ask someone from you know that does surgery or a hospital. I, I've got some doctor friends I could ask. That. I've never thought about it until now. Yeah. What happens to uh, body parts that aren't no longer needed that have been removed? You know, there's those segments. Where are they now? There should be one. Where is it now? Where is clip? Where does it appendix? go? Yeah. Where did it go? So what happens? What's to it doing it? now? Maybe it's curious. still like, on file. In so the they China take it warehouse. out, and then where, then who? T- where does it go from there? Yeah. They don't leave it in the room. They don't let you have it. Yeah. Where is your appendix? I would love to find it. Put it on a milk card and let's find that baby. Show it to Lily. Let's get it back in my body. Where it belongs. Get in my belly. I am going to ask one of my friends what happens to medical parts. Great idea. If I want to become involved in the live organ trade, could I cut out my own organ? I don't think you can do that. There's like laws against that. But if I'm saying if you have legitimate surgery. I thought I lived in America. I guess not. And you wanted to keep a body part that they removed. Why can't you have it? If your tooth falls out, you get a tooth fairy. Freedom beer. Can't even sell my own organs. It's BS. <laughs> All right. Troy, thanks for hanging out. Man, that was a fast hour. <laughs> yeah. You're out of here, buddy. <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> session of Pyre Radio Anatomy. <laughs> you don't want me to go three hours? That's up to you. We no, got guests coming up hour two. No, I'm going to turn things over to you guys. Big news today is the Clydesdales are coming. We'll have one of the famous Budweiser Clydesdale horses at the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. No horsing around. This is the real deal. It'll be there. It's the first opportunity you will have to opportunity. Uh, first time ever in Greenville, Troy D. That's big. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you Thursday. Yes. See you then. Thank All right. you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Perry Owens, head football coach, Washington Pam Pack, will join us on the other side. Get you ready for their upcoming football season. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. All righty. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Still to come on today's show, we'll talk some O's baseball. Look around Major League Baseball with Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. That's coming up later this hour. We'll talk some football training camps opening up for teams around the league. Bryce Williams will join us in hour three. We'll get some training camp memories, talk some pirate football, some NFL, and we will play the newlywed game. 
Chandler and Bryce versus Shirley and CJ. Can't wait for that. That's so, going to be fun. Submitted my answers uh, earlier today. Sound like Mike Mullis when you say that. Like it sounded sarcastic. Well, it was. I promise. It was genuine. Yeah, genuine. And I didn't, I never know with you because you and well, I'll let you say I'm a good actor. I'm not going to say I'm a good actor, but you're a very good actor. Well, I appreciate that. And I can't wait for people to see what we're talking about. You're a good actor. And so are you. Oh, thank you, man. You, oh, pre- you're a great actor. Appreciate you saying that. Thank you yeah. for saying that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're really good. We had a uh, we, we did several video shoots today. Glenn Griffin has been busy, and uh, he joins us here. We've yeah. had four video shoots today. Yeah, I felt like we were on a damn Hollywood set. <laughs> we hey, that's a record. Because, I mean, we've had our fair no, share of video shoots. We've done more. More than four in a day? Uh, during the corona, when we were doing videos for clients pretty quickly, we were doing the on locations. I think we might have done as many as six or eight in a day. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. Still a busy day with four. Oh, for us. And I cannot I mean, wait for to the do I, Like, to be doing our style of content, which sometimes can take multiple takes because we joke around and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we had a good day. When are these videos being dropped? So, we're going to see how much have you said about the first one. I haven't said anything about any of them. So, the first one goes up tonight that we shot this morning with you and Chandler. Okay. And some special guests. <laughs> That's right. We brought in some big-time talent for this yeah. one, folks. I'm very proud of this video. Yeah. We brought in some big-time talent. Uh, I think you'll be impressed with who we got. One of them was kind of expensive. <laughs> one of them is li- like the biggest movie star in the world. Uh, we got big-time talent. Yeah. And we're not like, talking it, about Chandler, who's uh, in several today. Question about this video that you can watch later tonight. What is it promoting? Well, so... Yeah, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> it was just fun. It, we it had just, a good idea. It, it was fun, and it, it it's going to be a great video. Um, I mean, it's for the party. It's for, and the, it's for the people. And it's for just us as a radio station. Yeah, social it's, it's media. It's a multi-purpose. These are okay. multi-purpose com- uh, commercials we shot. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, anything else? We've we've done some stunt work today. Shirley has in the back of the pirate radio truck. Yeah. Almost had an accident yeah. with Shirley earlier in Almost the back of the, that. <laughs> in the pirate radio truck. We'll call that video two. When is that coming out? That's tomorrow. All right. And then video three, Chandler doing some impressions. When is that coming out? I think I'm dropping two tomorrow and then the third and then there'll be a fourth one on uh Thursday. You might want to consult your doctor. That's a lot of dropping you're gonna be doing. Hey, sometimes you gotta drop these bubba. All right. Let's also put it this way in terms of the shoot today, a little bit, if any. Uh, You know, Troy talks about how, you know, Jonathan prefers to drive rather than let Troy drive. Jonathan's a little heavy on the brakes. Let's just put it that way. Okay. I didn't get it on tape. Unfortunately, but yeah, it was was a near accident. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't. Because I almost pulled a kind of like a reverse Dukes of Hazzard. We almost went through the back window of the pirate radio truck. That is that is what happened. I did my own stunts earlier. Shirley did hers. No stunt doubles involved. No, never did our own. I wanted to uh, ask CJ. Was that the first time that he has ever stepped into a agricultural field? Does picking strawberries count? (laughs) I think he handled it pretty well. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, then I've done that. Okay. I didn't hear any complaints. No, there was No. no complaints. 
so i was i was proud of everyone i know the three of us have been in the field before so i'm not questioning it what field you been in channel uh golf field tobacco tobacco uh, tobacco you a backer boy yep so- right. soybeans i didn't know you were a fellow backer boy soybeans um watermelon my first my first ever summer job was uh picking watermelons in the old ronald crumpler uh, it was his fields and he called me shatterack why did he call you that i don't know that is a biblical name shatterack right I, he asked what my name was i said chandler, chandler i'm thinking of shatterack meshach and abendigo that is deeper than my knowledge. All right, fair enough. All right, anything else, Glenn? No, I just we you were talking about the videos. So I yeah. wanted to talk with. You. Check those out. Uh, they were a lot of fun to do, and I think you will enjoy them. And please share them and send them out to the world and praise us. That's really what I want. Praising, a lot of, a lot of praise. Tell us we did a good job. That's all I need. Please. I just want to feel good about what I do in life. We need to. Well, we need to hear admiration. From well, you. the video that you will we, drop. We need validation. Yes. Is what we need. The video that you will drop tonight, and the people that, and the people will see it tonight, and we still don't know what it's promoting, but <laughs> it is a fantastic video. It's one of our better ones. And great editing job by the one and only Big Dog. I think, it's, pre- I think it's pretty good. I'm excited all right uh let's uh let's get to the interview with let's put some ranch on let's put some ranch on it with uh with perry owens head football coach of the washington pam pack another season quickly approaching for those guys coach owens we appreciate your time here on pirate radio how you doing today i'm hanging in there just trying to get us to august 1st at this point yes sir it is a uh it's a hot one uh how have you guys been able to uh to get some work in this offseason your players uh what have they been up to as they lead up to official practice uh beginning next week you know we're, we're very blessed in washington um obviously our program and our culture has been in place a few years now and we get every kid in weightlifting during the, the, the second semester, and then obviously we get them all. Literally, we have every kid but like two in weightlifting and went through track season, getting our young kids competing, and then going into summer workouts. We picked up 32 freshmen from uh, P.S. Jones, our middle school, and which is a record number for us. We ran out of helmets on the, the JV and the varsity side, so um, really good problems to have. Those kids are showing up. We've been running and lifting in the morning. The heat really doesn't hurt us because we're our JVs come in at 7:30. They're gone at nine. Varsity starts at 9:05 and wraps up at about 10:30. So you know we get we've had uh, 82 kids come through for the most part this summer. Sometimes up to 85, and um, we're done before that heat gets us. So the kids have had a really good off season, and you know it's it's a luxury and a blessing. A lot of places around us are you know, retooling or rebuilding or establishing cultures and guidelines and our program right at this point is just kind of plug and play this is the way you know i like to ask coaches about the the numbers they're seeing for football and you mentioned that number north of 80 is that is that a good number for you coach out there at washington man i i think it's great i think you look at where we've been with covid and you know i think there was a there's a swing down in participation you know even lower than usual statewide you know especially with jv teams half our conference didn't have a jv last year and we we take it very seriously here and now to have you know i think we'll keep about 80 kids to have 80 or so kids that use every available helmet in the program at the 2a level i mean you think about it i'm getting 20 percent of our student population We've got 850 students, and of that, I've got about 425 males or so to pick from, and we've got 80. So um, it's it's a really good situation to be in. It's something that the kids want to be a part of. 
the numbers are a blessing because, you know, there's always going to be injuries. There's always going to be issues. And the smaller the school, the more those things can deter you. So if you're above, you know, in my opinion, at the 2A level, if you're above 65, you're somewhere between 80 and 100, you're in really good shape. And uh, playing for the Washington football team is something special now, Coach. A champion, conference championship two years ago, last year, 10-3, and 5-1 and one in league play and won some playoff games. So people want to be a part of something special, and uh, you got it rolling right there right now, it looks like. I mean, it's commitment in all three phases, and we, we appreciate that. Everybody forgets five years ago we were the fourth-worst team in 2A East. So uh, <laughs> we, we've, cl- we've risen, you know, straight out of the depths, and, you know, we're on that quest to, to remain consistent. We want to try to find our place at the table with somewhere between seven to ten wins every year. And, look, you talk about last season. I mean, that's a special group of kids. Like, you know, the last two classes, we've got 12 kids playing at the next level. We've got two in the ACC. We're working on the third. We've got one of the federal. We've got about uh, six or seven kids either in the CIAA playing on scholarship um, or they're they're joining rosters this year. So these young kids, these 32 freshmen, see that, hey, I want to be the next Hayes Pippen. I want to be the next Ryan Spruill. I want to be the next Terry Moore. And they, they, they realize, they go, hey, is this what they did? And I go, absolutely, show up, work hard, do right. And that's what they do. And those kids set a bunch of records, 11 school records last season, and um, we tripped over ourselves in the, in the playoffs a little bit and lost to a really good Northeastern team. And that's just where we're at. Our, Washington keeps booming. We've got a lot of options downtown, and it's a great place to be. And, you know, we're, we're a 2A school, and we keep getting a little smaller each year. You know, Washington, when I got here five years ago, was, you know, right at uh, 1080 or 1100 students. Man, we're at 850 on a good day. Hmm. So um, we're, we're trying to navigate those really uncharted waters of, hey, here's this old 3A school that's now 2A. Here's this influx of talent. And then obviously, you know, with the commitment from our community, the buy-in there, our kids, and then our administration, we, we kind of have all the tools we need to, to remain competitive. So it's very blessed to be here in Washington. Perry Owens joining us, talked about the great teams, great personnel he's had over the last couple of years. So what's, uh, what do you have left over, Coach? And, and how, how much are you going to be counting on newcomers this year to put together another good pan-pack season? What does your roster look like? Man, you know, we bring back about everything on defense. We bring back 8 of 11 on defense. Obviously, we lost Wheeler Johnson, who's at the Citadel, Terry Moore, who played some safety. And uh, we lost another senior linebacker there, a name slipping me. But um, we bring back most of that. You know, the, the best part is offensively, you know, anytime you lose Terry and Hayes, there's going to be that, oh, who's next, what if. And I can tell you this, you know, we went on that Eastern Finals run and we went into the Eastern Semis last year, the third round. And, you know, we've had a JV team that hasn't lost in two years. They've quietly gone undefeated two years in a row through the COVID season and through last season into a conference championship. And those kids were the ones that practices when we would pull them up for playoffs that were, we're running at our guys. So just to rattle off a few names, Josh Gordon, who's starting to get the attention of a lot of uh, a lot of schools. Gary Payne, we feel like he's going to be our next FBS player, six foot four, two hundred and twenty five pound defensive end and running back. Um, Chris Carter, all region DB last year, uh, had eight interceptions. He's battling Spencer Davenport at the quarterback position. I mean, we've got kids who can play, and we've got talent who can play. But, you know, anytime you lose two all-state players, there's going to be a period of adjustment. But it's nice to know that the kids are bought in. I mean, you got guys like Miles Jackson. He's a four-year varsity starter up front for us. Um, Javante Collins, two-year starter at left tackle. And then you got guys like we had a kid last year who's going to be a sophomore at inside linebacker, Gabe Davis. 
he had 90 tackles as a freshman pull-up. Um, we're excited to get him out here. And that was with eight quarters, so he's playing a little JV and a little bit of varsity. So he straight pulled up, and we feel really good about what we have. Um, everybody's kind of asked, will we be down? I just think we'll be young and different. And with these young kids looking at our non-conference schedule, I feel like we can build some success early, but we're also going to get challenged early, which are, are two good problems to have, you know. Washington will get a kicked off coming up August 19th against Pamlico and uh, also in that non-conference slate. You've got Northampton County, South Central, Eastern Wayne, so a, a tough non-conference slate for the Pam Pack. Coach, in baseball, you see the showcase tournaments. you also got Legion Ball, a lot of opportunities for baseball players to play during the summer. It's a, the AAU circuit in basketball. In football, what do you got? You're, you're seven on sevens. You got these big man camps. How do you you keep your uh, your football team, you know, active and doing things. Also, kind of keeping them fresh during the summer. How, how do you balance that? What do you want your guys to do? A little bit double sided. So I think you got to view it from several perspectives. So first of all, a lot of our kids do play some some AAU basketball or baseball. We never do workouts on Friday, so that gives them the freedom to go wherever they're going and do whatever they need to do. We run and lift exclusively in the summer. So, you know, that 7 to 10.30 range when the two groups come in, they're running, they're lifting. We'll we'll walk through. We'll do alignment and assignment. We'll go through our base checks. But really, my philosophy is pretty simple. We're, we're going to do what we need to do. We're going to have all our day one fundamentals and packages and personnel stuff installed. But I, we're, we're not really big in the seven-on-sevens, and we're, we're not really big into those things because here's the God's honest truth. I can recommend a kid going to a one-day camp at East Carolina, UNC, Duke, Old Dominion, uh, Shaw, St. Augustine, where we have four or five players. They can go there, get exposure at the next level, and learn new skills that they can bring back, or they can learn new skills that we can be like, hey, that's a college technique. We're, we're not going to see that type of offense, but I like where you're going with your thought process. So hmm. they get a little bit of the new from the collegiate level. They get a little bit of the old from what we're doing in our base checks. And then as far as, you know, keeping them fresh, you know, we're not some schools get out there in helmets and shoulder pads and have a lot of success and, and start practicing right now. August 1st comes, we're going to follow the state law and we're going to have helmets and then we'll phase into uppers and then we'll phase into full pads. So we just kind of look at it like this. They're always going to have Friday off. We've got a workout tomorrow, JVM varsity. We wrap up our little mini camp session. They're going to get the last possible Thursday and Friday of the next five months off. Because believe it or not, I know we're all in this microwave society, but kids need balance just like adults. And, and I really believe giving them the last Thursday and Friday off in the fall is going to be a huge, huge difference because what's going to happen is every scrimmage coming up, every Thursday JV game, every Friday game, I mean, these kids are committing really four months of their life, really five days a week, at some programs six, but you know we're not one of those programs to getting better. So it's just the kids having to realize we're going to have our breaks. We're going to be kids. We're going to get after it. And then we're going to, we're going to keep following the blueprint that's been established of how can we get you guys exposure and playing at the next level. Perry Owens joining us, Washington High School head football coach. Good stuff there, coach. And how about, I talked to Blake Harrell last week, ECU defensive coordinator about fine tuning and perfecting what he wants to do, but also adding new wrinkles. And he said, you can't stay stagnant. You got to always be evolving because the offense is going to do that. So as a defense, you got to as well. How about you as far as wanting to perfect, you know, your scheme, what you want in, but how much are you adding? Uh, You know, is it any different what you do now than you did five years ago when you uh, got to Washington? 
Man, definitely to hit the bullet points in 2017, we weren't very good at anything to the end of the year where we got hot and scored a bunch and we found triple option. So through those two years, we were strictly gun triple option. And to compare it to the next level, Charleston Southern used to do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Georgia, Georgia Southern. So then now what happened in 19 was Antoine Godley, um, he was our quarterback. We were exclusively gun triple, but we mixed in some of the the Ravens concepts with the midline ice and some things. So we evolved. And then the spring season, we had a lot of spread hybrid one back concepts that were really good to us, some RPO. And then last year, look, I'm a believer in this as a coach. We're going to do what we do, but I have to change and add window dressing to based on the talent around us. So last year, I mean, we had three division two receivers. Hayes Pippen had five or six division two offers. He's trying to get that walk on tryout at NC state now and I knew we had to be spread, and that kind of turned us into this machine where, you know, we're really young on defense, and we scored 602 points and averaged 46 points a game, you know, and that's not that's not spread triple option. That's drop back pass, that's inside zone, that's quick game, that's counter. I mean, that's all those things. So, you know, we're going to hang our hat on some things here in Washington, but I'm obviously going to adapt what we do and add wrinkles based on what the kids. I mean, really and truly, if – if Spencer Davenport's our quarterback, our offense is going to look one way. If Chris Carter's our quarterback, our offense is going to look another way because their skill sets are different in the, in the backfield and the sets and the personnel is going to be different. So a lot of, lot of, in my world, I know it sounds nuts, but at the end of the day, it's how can I put some window dressing or how can I fool a bunch of 15- or 16-year-olds on defense <laughs> to get their eyes looking one way where the ball goes another. So um, it's, it's good problems to have. You always got to add, but – you definitely don't want to pull a, a Chip Kelly and have too much. <laughs> <laughs> the mad scientist, Perry Owens, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Coach, uh, what do you think about the conference this year? It's uh, Once again, uh, you, you won it two years ago, second place last year, competitive every Friday night, no Friday nights off. So uh, how about this year? Who's the outside of the Pam Pack? Who are the teams to beat, you think? Man, you you got to always bend the knee to the conference champions. Wes Craven, they had uh, – the Mims, C.J. Mims, phenomenal kid and talent. He's at East Carolina now. They had another stand-up defensive end who's at Elon. They got the Manly kid who's back. You always got to pay tribute to them. Craven County arguably has more talent than any other county in, hmm. in the area, Coach. I mean, they're loaded. So you got you to pay attention to them. Coach Switzel's a great coach. Two teams, I think, are going to be on the rise, and we're all in trouble. This may be Coach Wilson at Green Central's best team. He's got a really good athletes. going to be moving around a little bit. He's got a bunch of Division One offers, good size. He does a great job in the weight room. Southwest Edge come traditionally is tough. I think they're going to be better. Coach Varnell was young last year, like we're going to be young this year. He won some games he wasn't supposed to. He lost some games he wasn't supposed to. I think they'll be way better. And then obviously, you know, you look at our league, I really think it's four very closely matched teams, Green Central, the defending champion, Wes Craven, uh, us, and then um, I'm trying to think, Southwest Edge, I think any one of us could compete for first, second, or third in our league. So it's going to be very, very competitive. And, hey, not to you know, point the finger, Farmville's going to have a JV team this year, so they must be doing something right. It seems like Coach Cook's got them in the right direction. And then old Coach Life at Aiden Grifton is still going to have one of the soundest defenses that are well-coached, and apparently they're going to have a JV, so – Anytime our conference seems to have addressed the issues with participation, I think there are some really good coaches and a lot of really good, talented players in our league. So we're just excited. I can't tell you who's going to win the league. Last year, you could pick West Craven or Washington and flip a coin. 
And this year, I'll be honest with you, I think every single school um, in that top four has a chance to bring it home. It's just going to come down to how many of those 15- to 17-year-olds can lock in and do what they're supposed to do each and every Friday night. Man, it's going to be exciting. Looking forward to it, and we're not that far away. And, Coach, I can hear it when you talk that you, you love coaching, you love Washington, but you you just love football. So what's your uh, what's your weekend like after – after Friday night football, you got your game. I'm sure you're you're working on that. But how much college and NFL are you uh, watching during the weekend? Man, it's it's double sided. So I, I and I'll I'll throw a nugget out there. If there's a I'm 31 years old. If there's a young coach who's a coordinator or wants to be a coordinator, don't watch a whole lot of stuff on Saturdays because you're not going to get the same defenses and the same looks. Don't watch a lot of stuff on Sundays. Just to answer your question. I really don't watch a lot, and when I do, I'm multitasking. So, yeah. an example would be I turn in our film, the huddle assist, on Friday night by midnight. They typically spit it back to me Saturday morning. Saturday morning, I get up. I label what needs to be labeled from the week prior. I share it with the kids from about 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. when my son goes to sleep. I'm focused on family when he goes to bed. I'm scout tape. I'm sharing cut-ups. I'm working with assistant coaches on Sunday. We meet through Zoom. That was a benefit of the pandemic. So we can have our staff meetings without leaving time with our family. And I, I know it sounds bad. I love football. I love coaching football. I'm I'm unskilled labor, but I, I wouldn't have a clue if somebody hired me to, to, to build a bird box. But I would build the worst bird box in the history of the world. I love what I do. My hobby is what I do. My weight room certifications and all that stuff. Yeah. And I just, I don't know what else I do, but I, I look at it this way. I don't have Lamar Jackson, so I can't run what the Baltimore Ravens are running. So why am I going to watch the Baltimore Ravens play? I don't have Tom Brady, so I can't run what Tampa Bay's running. I've got a few kids that can do what they do, and it's my job to try to get them in the best position as I can. So that's what I do on the weekends. There you go. Perry Owens joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Coach, uh, we wish you the best this year. Looking forward to it getting underway. We'll keep in touch and talk to you uh, during the season sometime. But we appreciate you joining us for a preview today, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for everything y'all do for the kids and the programs in our area. Perry Owens joining us. Thank you, Coach. Washington football. And, man, they put together – a string of uh, some good seasons looking to do it again in 2022 let's take a time out come back we'll switch gears talk some baseball with mark brown camdenchat.com o's win it last night against the rays they are 500 still in the mix three and a half out of the wild card chase believe it or not talk about what they're up to what they're going to be doing at the trade deadline and more when we return on pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop uh, all of their inventory now at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, Greenville Auto World has a a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. 
Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. We got some Major League Baseball coming your way tonight on Pirate Radio as the Orioles take on the Tampa Bay Rays. One score right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. The Pirates have added a couple of runs. They now trail the Cubs three to two in the eighth inning as they play at wrigley field uh let's talk some baseball now with mark brown came to chat.com orioles winners last night over the race they'll try to do it again tonight mark we appreciate your time as always how you doing today man clip i'm doing pretty good it's late july the orioles still have a 500 record uh they've won they're 48 and 48 the 2018 orioles did not even win 48 games over the full 162 game season so you know, uh, we're we're getting the little markers of progress uh, slowly but surely. No doubt, it's all about that progress. It's about expectations, and Orioles have exceeded them so far in 2022. And a nice win last night. You heard it right here on Pirate Radio against the Tampa Bay Rays. They'll play them again tonight. Coming up, Pirate Radio 705 first pitch right here on the airwaves. And Mark, you talked about the tough uh, schedule coming out of the All Star break the last time we chatted with you, and we have certainly seen that tough schedule man it was a a fun week of baseball uh weekend of baseball in baltimore where the o's and uh yankees went at it and the o's had a nice comeback on friday but unfortunately the yankees won that one had another nice comeback on saturday and they won that one and then got blanked on sunday so uh, they hung with the rays before that they hung with the yankees this weekend you're seeing this team and and they didn't get all the wins they wanted to of course in those games but really uh fought with those teams and gave uh, something for the home fans to be excited about at least yeah, Clip, you know, that Sunday loss, that was the first time in the month of July that the Orioles had a loss by more than two runs. So they've been they've been mostly keeping it close even when they've been losing. And, uh, you know, that's another big difference compared to, uh, like, last year's Orioles, for instance, who were on the wrong end of a blowout loss, uh, as defined by the website baseballreference.com, uh, five or more runs. They had 44 blowout losses wow. last season. And uh, so far this year, they have 11. So, you know, they're, they're keeping it close. Uh, and, and it turns out now they've got, um, you know, they've got some better uh, performing relievers. They've got some better performing hitters, and that's enabling them to uh, have some, have some uh, late-inning comebacks that they, they haven't really been getting in previous years. Coming up tonight, the O's will face the Rays and starter Shane McClanahan, and he is a familiar name uh, for – uh, pirate fans around here as we saw him uh, play at south florida very talented pitcher seems like the rays always find these guys right mark they always have some very talented pitchers and uh, mcclanahan is the latest young good pitcher to come through tampa bay yeah i mean what was that streak they had for like an entire decade they never had a starting pitcher who was over than 30 years old <laughs> I don't remember what the exact thing was but they just they just always keep churning them out continually. Uh, you know, just just guys in their twenties that are um, not uh, not super heralded. They drafted him with the uh, number thirty one pick in the twenty eighteen draft. So, you know, that's not that's not like the seventeenth round or something. But that's definitely below where you expect guaranteed stardom. And uh, you know, uh, a little Baltimore connection. He was actually born in Baltimore, um, Shane McClanahan. So he uh, he grew up. Uh, an Orioles fan in his earliest years. And now he's got a 1.71 ERA, Man. which even in 2022 is pretty impressive through 18 games. Uh, so, you know, that that's going to be a tough task for the Orioles. Uh, you know, tough task for uh, Spencer Watkins going up against him. 
So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see if they can play another close one tonight and uh, maybe at least they can uh, get McClanahan out of the game and uh, get into the bullpen and do something more. O's fans excited about this team in the future. How about the now? If you look at the wild card right now, Baltimore sitting three and a half back in the wild card, so certainly in contention there, but the trade deadline coming up next week, and now you get to the point, Mark, where you're saying, okay, do we continue this rebuild we're in? Do we uh, trade away some guys that aren't in our future that could you know, land us some prospects that will help this rebuild continue? Or do you try to add a piece here, a piece there, maybe stunt your future growth a little bit to try to give the uh, the home crowd some playoff baseball this year. So what what is that like right now as you weigh those options? What, where's the scale tipping for you when it comes to the trade deadline next week? Well, you know, I mean, it's funny because I would have imagined the Orioles would be more like 38 and 58, and it would be a no-brainer just to, like, trade everyone who's gone at the end of this year. But now, okay, they're 500, and as you said, three and a half games out, so... I think I'm not the only one. Orioles fans are just kind of wrestling with, okay, should they trade somebody like Trey Mancini, who's probably not going to be back next year, um, to get, you know, uh, pieces that might help them compete for like the next five years or something like that? Or, you know, should they just kind of let it roll with the guys they have, which uh, that's kind of the way I'm leaning. I feel like, okay, it's almost like they're playing with house money. Um, let, let's see what these guys can do now that they've got to this point. Um, I feel like they could call up prospects to try and plug a few of their uh, lower-performing positions. Uh, I would like to see D.L. Hall up from Norfolk into the Major League rotation and see what he can do. He's just striking out so many guys for Norfolk, although he's also got a high walk rate, which is probably why he's not here yet. Uh, maybe an infielder like uh, Taron Vavra or Jordan Westberg, who are also doing very well for Norfolk. And then, I mean, if you really want to get crazy, as you said, think about adding pieces because now that the Orioles are suddenly not a 100 plus loss team, now you can look at next year and say, okay, um, maybe next year they can take another step forward and really be somewhere. So, you know, if, if for instance, the Orioles were able to find from somewhere um, a starting pitcher who's already a major league pitcher, but who would also be able to be on the team in 2023 and 2024. You know, that's that's something that would suddenly have real value. The rest of 2022, having an improvement in the rotation would have value. And then, you know, plugging in a guy on a suddenly looking better Orioles near future uh, doesn't seem like a pointless exercise. So, you know, maybe it is worth um, dealing a little bit of prospect depth to get a player like that if one came on the market. So uh, I, I don't know what's going to end up happening, you know, what kind of offers Mike Elias is going to be weighing. Uh, I, I feel like... Probably whatever happens, they're going to end up trading at least one player away from the team. Um, maybe Trey Mancini, maybe Anthony Santander. Uh, and then, I, I mean, even if they do that, they could still go for it in 2022. So uh, I, I guess I, I kind of hope at least they, they let it roll with more or less the same team they've got, plus a couple prospects. Mark, I know you keep up with what's going on in the O's minor league system. Do you look at... I don't know, the the people that follow this and how they rank and rate minor league systems across Major League Baseball, where are the Orioles right now as far as that goes with prospects, the future? How's their minor league compared to, say, uh, other teams around Major League Baseball right now? 
Well, different analysts have it differently, but uh, one that I like to look at because I, they try to do a good job of kind of quantifying with numbers the, the value of each prospect is at a website called Fangraphs, Fangraphs.com. And that website has the Orioles still, even after Adley Rutschman is in the major leagues, as the number one farm system, wow. just based on the, the overall um, high-level quality of prospects that they have uh, in the system, along with they have kind of a lot of... Um, we're in the vein of lottery ticket guys, and, you know, the more of those kinds of guys you're able to accumulate, the more likely you're able to turn one of them into, you know, not a star, but just you need somebody that's going to, uh, you know, fill some spots in your lineup and just not be a complete anchor. Um, anchor in a bad sense, not like, okay, he's anchoring a good team, but he's weighing everybody down. You know, you you you, you need to find some guys like that out of kind of the um, – the the excess pile of prospects. So, you know, I, I think for the most part, the Orioles are generally thought to have like a top 10 farm system, even after losing Adley Rutschman to the major leagues, which, you know, it's not a loss for the organization. Uh, Adley Rutschman has been one of the best players for the Orioles since he came up. So, you know, that's great news, but um, it is one, one fewer guy that you can then look forward to and say, okay, this guy's coming uh, in the future because, you know, he, he's already here. But, um, you know, you got pitchers like uh, you know DL Hall, Grayson Rodriguez. Those are that's a pretty good one-two punch. Um, prospects like Gunnar Henderson, uh, also at Norfolk, is now kind of on some rankings as one of the top ten prospects in all of Major League Baseball. Uh, some other recent first-round picks, um, Colton Kowser, who they took last year. You know, they they got the number one overall pick this year, Jackson Holiday, son of a uh, former MLB or Matt Holiday. So I mean, you know, all those guys are high-quality prospects that should should hopefully be helping the Orioles, you know, over the next, um, really except for Holiday, who they took this year, you're probably talking over the next two years, seeing all of these other guys. And, um, you know, if those guys all make it to MLB and they're, they, they are mostly successful, that's going to be really great news for the Orioles. So I, um, I hope they're able to do that. Certainly in a good spot, winning games this year and uh, have the ability to add to that roster over the next coming years. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us. O's Rays coming up tonight. Mark, uh, this almost sounds like a just create a sports talk radio topic controversy type thing, but it is a legitimate question. So that last Thursday, the Astros knocked off the Yankees twice uh, in a doubleheader, and Houston right now sixty four and thirty three, Yankees sixty six and thirty one. I feel like we we maybe left the Astros out of the discussion in the AL. They have certainly put themselves back in the discussion for the best team in the American League and the best team in all of baseball. But how do you look at, at Houston and New York right now? You know, is it still the Yankees um, league to lose or do you give the Astros a, a good shot of winning the AL this year? Yeah, you know, it is an interesting clip. I mean, the Yankees fired off a 22-6 and record in the month of June alone. And it was like, okay, they're they're running away with everything. There's no way to beat them. Uh, they're only ten and ten so far in July. And as you said, you know, um, the, the Astros are starting to catch up. Uh, I have a feeling probably the Yankees are going to look, you know, with the trade deadline a week away, they're going to try and make some uh, external upgrades. They, uh, much to my chagrin, the Yankees also have a pretty decent farm system right now, so they are able to kind of dangle some prospects that are probably going to have value to teams that might offer them um, short-term upgrades. So, you know, I mean, on the other hand, the Astros will maybe try and do that too, although their farm system is not not nearly as well regarded. Um, you know, uh, 
it, I, I kind of feel like, okay, the Yankees have started stumbling and maybe they're due to fall back down to earth. And, you know, the Astros are maybe more likely to be able to keep performing at the level they have been. So, um, on the other hand, that's me, the lifelong Yankee hater. Talking <laughs> I, I don't ever want to um, assume good things for the Yankees. But, I mean, most likely it's just going to be a dogfight between those two teams the rest of the way. Um, I, I think maybe that you can give the Astros the edge uh, in a strength of schedule sense because they've got four, four, three, three uh, under 500 teams in their division that, you know, that's going to be the heavy weight of their games in the second half of the season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the AL East, now that the Orioles are good, <laughs> team right now and the AL East is 500 or better. So there's no, uh, there's no easy wins in the AL East anymore in, in a way that the Yankees might have been able to count on you know, even in uh, even in April or May when the Orioles weren't doing as well. And boy, the struggling Red Sox right now, O's trying to get into fourth place in that AL East with Boston right now a half game up on Baltimore. Yes. So, you know, that would be fun for me to have the Orioles not in last place and the Red Sox kind of sinking below. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the Red Sox either. It just seems like their pattern over multiple seasons is some year they're just randomly – not very good, even though everybody kind of expected good things from them. Um, they were able to, they, they kind of had that happen to them in the shortened 2020 season, and uh, they cashed in with a number five overall draft pick after doing that, and then went to winning 92 games last year. Now it seems like maybe they're stumbling a little bit again in 2022. Uh, I mean, possibly the Red Sox will even deal guys away and try and start looking to their future because. You know, for them, uh, a wild card spot is not as exciting, and there's pretty much no chance of chasing down the Yankees for the AL East. So, you know, they might feel like, okay, let's trade a couple of these guys away, like uh, somebody like J.D. Martinez, um, who is doing pretty well for them so far this season, might have value to a contender. Um so, you know, okay, maybe that's maybe that's some easy wins for the Yankees if they do stumble. But, you know, the Orioles are on the way up. So, they, you know, they, they lost some cupcake games. And by the way, on the NL side, not like the Dodgers were really late in the weeds or anything. I mean, they were tied with the Padres for the division lead. And, of course, the Mets had the most wins in the NL for most of this season. But the Dodgers, until last night, had won 15 of 16. They're now 11 and a half up. Uh, in the West, they are uh, by far the best record in the NL. So it almost seems like, Mark, now we're getting into late July and August, and, and the cream is kind of rising to the top. And uh, you can say that about the Dodgers flexing their muscle in the National League right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, like the Yankees were running into, like, everybody was writing articles like, oh, man, <laughs> set a record for You're the right. record that's ever been, you know, achieved in a major league season or whatever. And uh, and here again, you know, the Astros, uh, excuse me, the Dodgers are up to 64 wins. The Yankees have 66. Um, you know, it, it's not a runaway anymore. Um, I mean, I guess the, the, the thing you can say about the Dodgers is, uh, in a way, like the Orioles, where – Suddenly, if you win a lot of games in a row, it changes the picture of what your your standing looks like. Um, you know, the Orioles won ten in a row, and suddenly it's like, okay, now they're they're sitting here, they're five hundred, um, they're not horrible. Wow, that's so much better. And you know, the Dodgers were like, okay, you know, they're doing pretty well. They're not really blowing out the competition. And you know, as you said, win fifteen of sixteen, suddenly they're up there. You know, and it feels like a pretty comfortable lead. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in a sense, it's not surprising. The Dodgers have a lot of very good players on their team. Uh, they've got an ownership group that is not afraid to have them 
spend a lot of money to get um, good players from outside the organization. Uh, sorry for reminding you, Freddie Freeman signed out there, of course. Uh, you know, they, they gave whatever hundreds of millions of dollars to Mookie Betts after trading for him. They're paying a lot of money to keep Clayton Kershaw there. You know, they, 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 um, they, they just, they didn't throw in Trey Turner. I mean, just all of them. They, they've got the resources <laughs> in, in terms of young players to trade, uh, in terms of money to spend on more veteran players to just keep, keep cranking it out. And, you know, uh, over the last two weeks, you're really seeing that quality show, the cream rising to the top, as you said. Mark, uh, you got NFL training camps beginning. Uh, I always ask you this time of year, you know, is it time for the fans to to kind of start paying attention to the Ravens and what they're doing, getting into preseason and all that? But uh, no, the, the O's fans uh, have, will keep an eye on that, but they're, uh, all their attention is going to the Orioles right now because they're playing good baseball, and uh, that's a, a good thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people have noticed in Baltimore that the Orioles are playing better. Uh, over the weekend, they drew 36,000 fans on Saturday evening. And part of that is because they were playing the Yankees. The Yankee fans always flood Camden Yards. But there were a lot of Orioles fans there. You know, people sensed, okay, they came into the All-Star break at 500. They're better than people thought. Um, they, in fact, and other beyond just that, the Orioles' home record is 27-19. to So they're putting on a good show for the home crowd People have noticed. Um, so I, I think that means maybe we're going to get a little bit more Orioles excitement in uh, the end of July and August rather than there's nothing to pay attention to other than Ravens training camp. And, uh, well, I mean, now the NFL season doesn't even start until after uh, Labor Day for the first, um, you know, the first real game. So, yeah. You know, with the Orioles doing well, that's another week where it's like, okay, well, you know, you're not even really competing for eyeballs. Um you know, and until so you have kind of the regular season NFL stuff, and um, you know all the training camp storylines for the Ravens, whatever. You know that'll be flooding along, and people will be absorbing that, I'm sure. But uh, you know, if the Orioles stay three and a half games out of a wild card spot, I, I think that's going to be the number one most exciting story uh, in, in in Baltimore, the sports city, and um, justifiably so because nobody would have seen that coming, you know, back in April. And I think it's just been wonderful to see. Been a lot of fun to follow. Mark Brown came to chat.com. Uh, you can catch O's and Rays tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Mark, what do you guys have going on right now at the uh, website, camtochat.com? Well, you know, now that we've got better Orioles players, we're trying to figure out if this is the year the Orioles can maybe break some of their droughts of uh, not having won any uh, awards for, like, the league-wide awards. There hasn't been an Oriole who won – Rookie of the Year since 1989, when Greg Olson was the winner. Uh, could Adley Rutschman change that this year? Uh, they haven't had a Gold Glove winner since 2015, when Manny Machado won in third base at third base. So we're wondering, okay, could maybe Cedric Mullins? Could maybe Jorge Mateo come and take those this year? Uh, that's kind of our big topic for today. And of course, once the game starts, uh, we'll we'll be chatting during the game, and we'll be glad to have anybody who's following along. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we can uh, we can get to follow along a nice Orioles win tonight. Mark, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. We'll reconvene in August, recap the trade deadline, talk about the races, and more. So we'll uh, talk to you then. Thanks for joining us today on the show. All right, Clip, sounds good. I'll see you then. Thank you, Mark. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. O's Rays going on tonight right here on Pirate Radio. We'll take a timeout, come back. Uh, saw uh, something on Twitter that I'm trying to see if it's an actual stat it seems impossible uh it's from barstool sportsbook i don't know where they got the stat from utep has played football since 1914 
and has never won a game in the Eastern Time Zone. Are they? College football has been very regional for years. They probably didn't even play games in the Eastern Time Zone. I know they never won in Greenville. I'm starting to look through their schedules. They won at Tulane. They won at Southern Miss, both Central Time Zone. So I'm trying to find a game that they actually won in the Eastern Time Zone. That is my new mission in life. So ponder that as we take this time out. We'll come back, wrap up hour number two after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back for the latest uh, breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 57,000 followers today. And speaking of uh, some breaking news, I do have a couple of news and notes for you, Clip. Uh, Stephen Igo just tweeted out about 45 minutes ago that it looks like the ECU baseball team has added a commitment from the transfer portal. It looks like uh, he's a pitcher. His name is Jonathan Childress. And it looks like he's coming from Texas A&M. And uh, so we have that. And then uh, just some NFL news just a few minutes ago. Uh, Julio Jones has uh, signed with Tampa Bay. Did I ruin it for everybody? Spoiler alert. I just Breaking news, girl. Yeah, well, you know what? Might as well, well throw these notes away for I hour three. Was, uh, well, I thought that was my job. Well, now give us stuff to talk about in hour three, Shirley. I thought Shirley Bryce just, was going to be here. We he were going to play the what newlywed are we gonna talk about? Shirley, what else are we going to do? Shirley's just, too good game. Shirley's just too good at her job. <laughs> Bryce loves games. You know, I mean, I've been winning quite a bit here in the last winning. couple of days. Winning. Winning. Hashtag. You winning. are the Charlie Sheen of Pirate Radio. I've always said that. Hashtag, winning. Hashtag humble brag. <laughs> Uh, do you know John Chili 32 on Twitter? John Chili? No, I do not. I do now. He's Jonathan Childress. He uh, he tweeted out excited for a new chapter at ECU baseball. So he is a pitcher. Uh, he is a he was a I guess Richard sophomore. Uh, 22 appearances for the Aggies. 18 starts. Five and five. Three seven one ERA. 92 strikeouts. Um, so Chili Jonathan Childress uh, will be a new pirate pitcher, and they need some help in that department with CJ Mayhew on the way out this year. Going to the portal is Cliff Godwin. That he is, and yeah, well, I'll talk about the uh, the Julio news with with Bryce. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo. Some news there. There's a uh, quote from Kyle Shanahan today saying they are moving forward with Trey Lance as their quarterback. So. It's not going to be a controversy. Uh, it's not going to be a battle or anything. It's going to be Trey Lance as the quarterback. Um, and they are looking to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And really, the only spot, if he's going to be a starter, is uh, Seattle. Right? Jury Locke, Geno Smith, you got to try to get Jimmy G. 
Would you rather, if you had Marcus Mariota and Jimmy G on your roster, who's the starting quarterback? Jimmy G. Yep. Okay. Consensus. So maybe Atlanta could be in the mix, perhaps. But as someone pointed out last week when we brought them up, they did draft Desmond Ritter. Mm -hmm. So their quarterback room is uh, is getting full, really. And is, is Geno or Drew Locke the starter in Seattle if they played Sunday? Well, when we were looking well, at, well, when we were looking at depth charts last week, when C.W. Sloan was on talking fantasy, unofficial depth charts, unofficial depth chart. This particular depth chart had Geno Smith, the former West Virginia Mountaineer, as the starting quarterback week one for the Seahawks. Either way, not great if you're a Seattle fan going into the season with those options. So, Jimmy G uh, could be a Seahawk. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. I'll, uh, we got the ACC media poll, if you're interested in that. We'll talk some ACC football. Training camps opening up around the NFL. And uh, got some NFL news and notes. We'll talk some Pirate football as well with Bryce Williams when we return. All that and the newlywed game. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. Back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oak's wide opportunity of products from standard conventional government and portfolio loans is something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, hour three here on a Tuesday. We got AAC remote media days going on later this week. Is that Wednesday or Thursday? We'll have to Google it up unless somebody was paying attention I in the meeting. I think it's Thursday. We were all there in the same meeting. Did anybody listen? Yes. It's Thursday. It's, all right. Thank you. Confirmed. I had it right. Way to go. <laughs> How many times I do I have to be right? right? Huh. Y'all seem to have a connection. But nope. do you know enough about each other to win the newlywed game later on this hour? We shall see. We shall see. And then uh, Bryce and Chairman, how well do you know each other? We'll find we'll out. We'll find out. Coming up later on. Uh, Bryce Williams is here. Hello, Bryce. Hello. We'll get some uh, AAC media picks, I guess, coming up later on this week. Uh, ACC media picks came out today, the preseason poll. Champion is Clemson. So mm-hmm. Clemson was knocked off the throne last year. Wake Forest represented the Atlantic in the ACC championship. Mm. Bryce, do you know who won the ACC championship last year? It was pretty random. Uh, so Wake Forest represented the Atlantic. Uh-huh. What team represented and won out of the Coastal? I'm either going Pitt or Virginia. Let's stick with Pitt. Pitt. Let's go with the Pitt Panthers. Yeah, because I remember that from like uh, the, quarter, the, the quarterback had a bunch of hype, right? Kenny Pickett. 
Yeah. Went 20th overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had the uh, infamous fake slide that is now illegal. Oh, that was that game. game. In that game. And also, Sam Hartman had a terrible game. I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, Sam Hartman, who, by the way, is back, Chandler, for another year. Yes, sir. And uh, I I feel like he's been at Wake Forest for so many years now. But, uh, yeah, he'll be leading the Demon Deacons for uh, one more season. As we look at this box score, Sam Hartman... 21 of 46, two touchdowns, four interceptions, mm. just 213 yards for an offense that was cruising. They scored 21 points in the first quarter and did not score the rest of the game and lost that one. This year, that ACC Coastal it changes every year. This year, Miami, the pick to win it, followed by mm. Pitt, North Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Duke, in way last place on the atlantic side nc state coming in second Mm -hmm. behind clemson followed by wake louisville florida state bc and syracuse clemson has been the thorn in nc state side for the past few years when it comes to trying to win the the atlantic side of things so they're gonna have to try to do it again this year and state beat clemson last year right sure did beat them last year (laughs) and uh i don't know who (laughs) Clemson having 10 wins last year is crazy because I think we were reminded that by that. I think Phil Steele might have said it, maybe somebody else, but I feel like it was a down year for the Tigers last year, but still got the 10 wins and I believe maybe won their bowl game. That's expectations, though. They expect to be in the college football playoff, not just being in a bowl game. So uh, took a year off of offense last year. They really struggled offensively last year, but our pick to win the league this year. I, not very strong when you look at ACC top to bottom. I, I like I like Virginia because they have their quarterback coming back. Mm-hmm. I like them to be good in the coastal side of things. Uh, State should be good. Wake Forest is always fun, but really outside of four or five of those schools, I don't know, not too excited about ACC football this season. Always fun to beat them, though, if you're a Pirate, and mm-hmm. Bryce Williams knows about that. Mm-hmm. NC State coming in a favorite Bryce uh, to begin the season this year as the uh, Pirates will welcome in the pack September 3rd. Line sitting at about NC State uh, minus 10 right now. A 10-point mm-hmm. favorite over ECU. Uh, Terrible. Bryce, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. You're probably not. I feel like you're not on Twitter that much. Yesterday on Twitter, mm-hmm. there was an NC State fan that claims that there will be 35-40% to 40% NC State fans in Daddy Ficklin Stadium. What? Well, then there was another fan that said uh 75 percent. oh well both of those guys are idiots <laughs> saying that uh nc state fans feel daddy ficklin stadium more than pirate fans when it comes to ec versus <laughs> nc state and it reminded me and a, and, a, and a person on twitter i think it was might have been the Menji's maniacs uh do you remember november of 2013 when you and your uh teammates went into carter finley st- stadium and put the smackdown on the Wolfpack <laughs> and ecu fans literally Filled Carter Finley Stadium in the purple goal chance. Did you oh, yeah. tell us about the memories of? Uh, about oh that yeah, game. that was when that was happening. I'll, and I think we, and it was out. We were like one was like in the top right corner of the stadium. They kind of put us up in the corners. I remember sort of seeing the fans um, in those seats. And shoot, when they started doing purple and gold, I said, "Dang, we are really putting it to them and you know just kicking them when they're down." And it, well, I thought it was great. The fact that we pretty much uh, overturned their stadium. Pretty much to uh, Pirate fans and to our chance. So it was pretty cool. Bryce Williams, Shane Carden getting the second quarter started off right uh, with a five-yard touchdown to make it 14-7 to East mm-hmm. Carolina. 
Price, three catches in that game, 36 yards. Do you remember the touchdown? Do you remember the play? Uh, yeah, I think it was a corner out. All right. Yeah, I think it was it was a corner out. I was, I was pretty open, which was which is always. I think nice. you were wide open. Like yeah. I don't think there was nobody around you. Yeah, so that was nice. That was one. There's a that's the pick of me and Coop uh, celebrating together. So we were in what white and black uniforms. And it was 35 to 14 when East Carolina, with just under two minutes left to go, hit a Shane Carden to Lance Ray touchdown. And I remember at the time, wait, are we rubbing it in here? Are we rubbing salt in the wound? Most I mean, definitely. I guess if, if they're giving it to you, take it. Is that what was happening? Oh, there? yeah. Most, I think that was, was that the touchdown, I think, on our sideline, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Like, he almost tight roped it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the side. Yeah. So uh, incredible catch! I think, I think I was in. Yeah, I might have been. I think I was in. Um, so I've kind of remember running over that way, had a route that way. Yeah, I can so, picture uh, NC State's quarterback that day. What was his name? I cannot remember. Brandon Mitchell. Does that sound right? No, it doesn't. But I'll take it. Brandon Mitchell uh, had four touchdowns, three hundred yards. Hmm. I don't remember him at all. No. I don't even know that's a real person, wow. but that's what it says here yeah. in this box score. That was uh, but that, that was the only time I had to play NC State in my career. So, um, obviously to beat them, you know, I remember that being a huge rivalry when I was when watch ECU when I was younger, and uh, obviously to go there and you know beat them, I, I would have loved to have played them during those years. I was you know obviously at ECU at, in Daddy Ficklin, that would have been unreal. Um, you know, to obviously beat State and Carolina and uh, and Virginia Tech. In Daddy Ficklin, so that put ECU at nine and two on the season. Yeah, but then you went to Marshall. Golly, because <laughs> dude, because I remember that. I mean, yeah, it was cold, whatever. But man, we were thinking they were gonna win. Then they just we couldn't stop the running back. Um, I think Rake- it was really the running back, Rakeem Cato. Rakeem Cato, Tony, uh, Tommy Schuler, and. Because uh, if we would have beat them, you know, we would have had Rice at home. I was going to say. We would have won that hands down. And good that was, memory. I would have never guessed that. I was going to ask Bryce, who would you have played in the championship? Been, yeah. Rice was 10-4, and 7-1 and one that year. That's yeah. kind of crazy to think about. Man, I mean, that that was, I would have, it's like I think about saying, man, if we could have had, what win would I have taken back to get, you know, a, the conference championship? I mean, that yeah. would have just been Unreal, especially the championship in Daddy Ficklin. You know, cause I remember seeing that, you know, during Skip Holtz and, you know, with Chris Johnson and all them. Oh, and yeah. How packed it was and how just awesome it was to win, you know, the conference at home. And, God, that's one thing I just wish I could get back. Frustrating loss to Virginia Tech earlier that year, 15-10 uh, to 10 at home. Oh, that was my first touchdown. But yeah. this one, too, Bryce, you want back. Should have probably beat Tulane at oh Tulane. Three overtime game. Frustrating one oh, there. Because, I mean, you automatically thinking, oh, we're about to beat Tulane. And, well, that's what happens when, I guess, you. Did we overlook them? We scored 30. I don't know. That was an odd game. Yep. That was a bummer. That was a weird one. I think our maybe turnovers near the end zone mm-hmm. happening in the red zone. Yeah. And, th- yeah. So just three losses that year. So that's a really good year. But those are the ones you kind of look back on the most and say, "Man, what could have been?" Could've I would have, I would have just lost to those two, beat them, go to Rice. We did win. get that Beefo Brady championship, though. We did do that, so that was fun. So that was funny because I've won that ball game twice. 
One at Marshall and one at ECU. Two-time beef. Uh, where's the beef? Right here. <laughs> two-time beef. Hey, when we introduce Bryce Williams, we need to introduce him as the two-time Beefo Brady's champion. Yeah. Do you have two Beefo Brady Bowl rings? I do. Wow. I mean, you might be the only guy on the planet that can say that. <laughs> it's probably. I would think that's a pretty good chance. If you, where do you keep your rings? Where do you keep your rings? In a, in a box, and you got them like in a box and another box. If I wanted to see a picture of them before next week, could I? Yeah. Could you get to them? I yeah, I think so. I don't want you to put in a whole lot of effort, but if you could put in a little, I'd love to see I'm those. Pretty rings. sure. Um, Dad, don't know where they're at because they right. moved. So ask pops to yeah, uh, get a I'll picture just of those. In, uh, just so i don't forget by the way i i mentioned introducing bryce williams i feel like we've forgotten our beautiful song shirley do we still have that let's hit it real quick i saw the light i was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes i'm born to love again i'm a brand new man ladies and gentlemen two-time beefo brady champion bryce williams Another big hit there by our our dynamic duo, Chandler and I. Our group is called... Oh, Shirley missed this on Friday. Yeah. Our group is called Weapons of Ass Destruction. (laughs) Because we also do a great rendition of Brought to You Courtesy of the Red, Red, White, and Blue Blue. by Toby (laughs) Keith. We broke that out like three times on Friday. Because we were giving away Freedom Beer. And the freedom got to us. So... uh, Mm good stuff all right uh we'll have a full album coming out this fall oh perfect so check it out and with all the any, greatest any hits. tours any like, well we kind of missed tour? on that so we're looking at 2023 summer tour yeah. well we're going to go to all right we're going to be at the town common we're going to be at boydley park uh-huh we're going to yeah. be at uh any brewery we're going to be at the uh north uh north campus uh recreational center but that's, mm-hmm. that's uh any like small gigs like you know well, it's not we'll be at tiebreaker Bryce's we'll backyard. If you could hook us up with some Winston or area, where are you from again? Winston. Yeah, if you could hook us up with some bars over there, okay. we'd appreciate it. Okay. Get the word out. Uh, some news and notes from today. Training camp is here, Bryce. I've probably asked you this a million times, but day one training camp memories. What's uh, first day of school like for you football oh, guys? Gosh, um, I guess training camp. You know the Patriots was you know the, one of the you know was the first one as a rookie. I guess realizing okay, this is either gonna be, I'll either be here or I won't be here. Sink or swim. Sink or, <laughs> sink or swim. Um, trying to be perfect. A lot of anxiety. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot of it. It was did hot. It, did it feel like? Uh, well, I don't know about the Patriots. I know with the Carolina Panthers, they're moving into dorms. They're moving into maybe a little small apartments. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Pan- the Patriots training camp, they you know kept pretty much everybody who wasn't like a vet or already established, like in the hotel, which was nice. Um, but I remember there, you know, there was definitely excitement because you know fans could come to you know to the. Um, to the practices and everything, so that was fun. I mean, they they get loud too, so it was um, cool to be that, you know, be there during that. And then, you know, you sort of get nerves. And then as the practice sort of goes on, you kind of get in the flow and kind of just get in your routine. And then the let's see, then well, then it was the Panthers, and that was Spartanburg, South Carolina, and that is the hottest place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and on top of anxiety. 
you you know you don't really eat when you're you know have you know nerves and stuff goodness Christian. on top of not really eating much and like the humidity and the heat and all that jazz it was like hey trainer you got any of them uh i lived out during practice the uh, gatorade like primes like the carbohydrate gel stuff and Mm. gummies so i was eating those but that is the hottest (laughs) place i freaking have ever been in my life training camp memories with bryce williams uh yeah that's cool that you had those gummies or whatever on uh yeah i probably would have fainted (laughs) uh some news and notes from today do you see where julio jones is heading to try to get a ring he's not he's joining tom brady and the buccaneers oh gosh try to get him a ring still around he and aj green who were really good 10 has it been 15 maybe 10 12 years ago uh still in it aj green with the cardinals julio with the bucks now Jeez. So still trying to get it done. Wow. Other news, uh, Jimmy G. Were you in training camp with Jimmy Garoppolo? I was. I always felt comfortable when I was in the huddle with him because he was just so, like, you know, just easy-spoken. Sp- and well, Remember last year we in the playoffs we did who would Bryce want as his quarterback? He chose Jimmy G yeah. over, like, Pat Mahomes. Because of that reason, I Because, believe. yeah, because oh, you yeah. had a relationship with cool, him. Yeah. Uh, well, Bryce, uh, he needs a new job. He needs a new team. No one's picked him up. Well, he's still a niner, but they are trying to trade him. Kyle Shanahan saying today we're moving forward with Trey Lance. So Dang. there was a time where Jimmy G was the young guy that they were yeah. moving forward with. Now there's always somebody trying to take your spot that guy is trey lance so well they're always you may be the greatest but they're like yeah we're tired of you and that's what was weird about jared Goff took him to a super took the rams to super bowl and then they traded him right i'm like i don't know it doesn't make any sense but it worked out it it did work out out. so jimmy g uh might have a new landing spot the best guess is seattle because you look at every other team Hmm. they've kind of got their quarterback situation planned out seattle right now has geno smith and drew lock uh at the quarterback position the falcons have marcus mariota and rookie desmond ritter from cincinnati Mm -hmm. so possibly there but really the only fit if jimmy g's gonna be a starter now he could go anywhere as a backup obviously but if he's gonna be chance be have a chance to be a starter it looks like it could be seattle Mm because russell wilson is now a bronco yeah well, man, I mean, we need to do like the butterfly effect of NFL players and quarterbacks for this year, right? To catch up where everybody is. Oh, it's been a crazy offseason <laughs> when it comes to switching around and all that kind of. And stuff. then training camp, hasn't even, you know, it's pretty much starting, and he still hasn't landed. So, yeah, behind the eight ball. But I mean, with him, in those situations, I feel like the coaches are real um, gracious. So, would that be kind of fitting? Like, you know patient and all that with the playbook and all that yeah so yeah in my case it's not that's not the case (laughs) uh let's get a break in we'll come back when we return we still got to go pirate radio outdoors we'll do that later on but when we return a uh a new game we're gonna bring to you see how this goes the uh the newlywed game now none of these people in here are getting married but we're gonna see how well they know each other Mm -hmm. it'll be bryce and chandler versus shirley and cj i have uh asked each person four questions and their teammate will uh, have to answer how that person answered their questions pretty simple we'll do that when we return on pirate radio live back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. And uh, you can also visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Party back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Next week, we uh, might have some practice audio to talk about with Bryce Williams. So we are getting into football mode here on uh, Pirate Radio Live. So did I say Wednesday? Next Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Uh, but here during the summer... We have been uh, playing some games. We introduced the five-second game, and uh, I don't know. I thought about this one over the weekend. Maybe a new game to play uh, with while Bryce is here on Tuesday. I don't even know if Bryce likes the game, so we just make him play him, and he's a good I sport. Games, so yeah, yeah you're, you're a good sport about it. Um, this one is going to be a newlywed game style. So I've asked questions to each person here. Their uh, partner will uh, have to answer the questions correctly, and we'll play. And see uh, what team does better, CJ or Shirley, Team Studio B, or Chandler and uh, Bryce here in Studio A. So, Shirley, let's go ahead and hit the music. All right. It is the newlywed game here on Pirate Radio. I am your host, Cliff Brock. I found my one. <laughs> I found the true love of my life in Bryce Williams. <laughs> your person? That's my person. You found your person? He's your lobster. <laughs> let's uh, let's meet the contestants real quick. First, uh, hailing from the Philippines by way of Havelock and Pittsburgh, he is CJ Schaefer. Hello, CJ. Hello. Happy to be here. CJ, uh, ideal date. Uh, nice walk on the beach under the moonlight. Um, I'm yeah, that's say- it. Yeah. I was going to tell say, you what yeah. it would be, but that would give away an answer. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we don't want to yeah. give away Can't answers. Shirley Rhodes, Farmville Central native softball Shirley, got a retweet from a soccer star's wife today. So she's in a good mood. Hello, Shirley. Hi. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. And thank you for being a part of the show. Well, thank you for having me. How well do you know your uh, partner, CJ, over there? You sit right beside each other. This is a great lesson, too, in life. These people sit together inches apart every day, mm-hmm. but do they know one another? Do they know? Well, he's not here all day, though. He's in and out. So sometimes I have some information I might not have at all. Sounds and we're like, still going to win. Sounds like Shirley does not know her does partner. Know. No, I just don't want to oversell it. <laughs> I will. We're going to win. Okay. Bryce, uh, <laughs> you and Chandler Honeycutt get together for an hour every week. Yeah. Have a lot of laughs, talk, but yeah. do you really know the man behind the backwards hat? I, I don't. That's tough. That's a tough feeling. He seems like a tight clam. <laughs> a tight clam. Try and open him up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh let's oh by the way this is two-time beef brady's bowl champion bryce williams mm. joining us here chan man the chandler honeycutt hailing from a lot of different places some say clinton some say salemburg wideville salem salemburg where else are you from 
Uh, Ro- you could, you could go Roseboro, uh, maybe go Autryville. He's been everywhere, man. Wow. He is. Uh, Just say Sampson County, Clip. Sampson County. County. Uh, Chandler, that that ring finger of yours burning up. You ready to get hitched? I'm ready to get hitched, Clip. Uh, and I do appreciate you inviting me on this show. And I'm mm, ready yeah. to get it started. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I like your voice. <laughs> All right, let's start right here in uh, in Studio A. And uh, bro, let's see, Bryce, we'll start with you. Mm. Oh, here we go. Go get him, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chandler's taking this a little too serious. Uh, Bryce, how would Chandler... Now, this is probably the most personal question I asked anyone. How would Chandler describe uh, his love life? Would he say it's A, hot and heavy, B, on life support, or C, non-existent? <laughs> How would Chandler describe his current love life? Well, no, I don't think he's in a relationship, to the best of my knowledge, because we do talk about that. I'm going to say life support. All right. Uh, Bryce says his love life, Chandler's love life is on life support. Chandler, how'd you answer that? I answered it non-existent. <laughs> Golly, I, was giving, I was trying to give him some, uh, you know, give him a chance. Give nope. him some slack. No chance at all. Well, daggum. And uh, I'm sorry to laugh at your failures in love, Chandler. But one day you'll find the one. Hopefully soon. (laughs) He's running out of years. All right, Shirley, uh, we asked your partner, CJ, what Pittsburgh team would he most want to see a championship next? What would fill his heart the most? Would it be A, the Pittsburgh Penguins, B, the Pittsburgh Pirates, or C, the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Pirates. All right. The Pittsburgh Pirates. What a story would be if they could turn it around and win a World Series. CJ, what was your answer that you gave? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, Uh, but they had already won one, though. I want more. I'm greedy. Okay. All right. Well, that was, I was thinking, well, they have already won one. So go with the one that hasn't. That's That's good thinking there, Shirley. Yeah, that is understandable. So right. He doesn't think like I do. None of these people know each other. This is fun. I like Divorce it. is happening on the yes. day show. <laughs> All right, uh, Chandler, how did Bryce Williams answer this question? What Friday night date night suits you best? Shoot, suits you better? A, order a pizza and watch a good movie on the couch. Mm-hmm. Or B, dinner at a steakhouse followed by a night out on the town. Mm-hmm. What did Bryce Williams say? It's his Friday night date night that suits him better. So there was only two options to that question, huh? I'm going. As always on Pirate Radio Games, you can go off the board with an answer. Wes Hines tried it with UCF. Didn't go well. Uh, But yeah, there are two answers here. I'm going to go. I feel like Bryce is a laid back guy. I'm going to go with uh, A. All right, Bryce, how did you answer that question? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he went, went dinner at a steakhouse dinner, and a night out on the town. Uh, not on town, but not oh, a crazy wow. night. No, it's sort of like a, like a post cap cap. No nightcap. A nightcap. nightcap. Well, I post-cap. feel like you and Anna would just. I like did think sit. about a, and I do enjoy that, but I was like, well, it is nice to take her on a date, so that's what maybe switched it up. And I thought about like a post dinner drinks, so, you know. Yeah, I think you and uh, Chandler could do some real damage at a steakhouse. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we go to uh, CJ answering this question. Uh, what position does softball Shirley not play on her weekend softball trips? Is it A, left field, 
B, third base, or C, second base? That would be left field. Shirley, which of those positions do you not play? Uh, left field, third base, or second base? Well, left field is my primary Dang position. I'm trying to be confident. <laughs> it seems you know her too well, CJ. <laughs> um, actually, there is only two positions on the field that i do not play and that is pitcher and third base she is not on the hot corner got to protect that pretty uh, face the money maker no i can i can field the ball i just don't have the arm i don't have the cannon that i used to have they call her old noodle arm yeah noodle <laughs> arm is uh yeah i don't have the 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 speed to get the ball to first base well, you, you don't have a bullet <laughs> well, anyone uh, get a will point? you be quiet, yeah, tight hey, clam? You, you, you guys ready to start the Jeez. game? You guys ready to start this game? Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah, warm up yeah. round. That was warm up round. Let's see uh, if we can get a point on the board. So this goes to should be Bryce because I just I'm asking Bryce about you. Yes. Okay. Because I just answered a question about Bryce or attempted to. Bryce, let's go back to the championship question. What would Chandler be most excited about? If this team won a championship, and we're not talking conference, we're not talking division, we're talking the whole shebang bang uh, would it be East Carolina football, East Carolina baseball, or the Carolina Panthers? What would make Chandler the most happy man in the world? As I you're crow? getting choked up. Yeah. Uh, it's making me emotional just thinking I about think, it. I think, uh, yeah, I'm thinking Panthers. All right, Bryce says Panthers. Panthers. Super Bowl. Chandler, what was your answer? Uh, this was my first sports love. It was ECU football. Uh, Dang. The sport that Bryce played. <laughs> Wait, to, <laughs> to win a national championship? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. I mean, obviously, that would be awesome. I was thinking, oh, we're not in the Power Five. So I was like, man, eh, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game. This is going I great. I was pretty confident on that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Newlyweds would probably Come be on. still a thing if it was like this. Y'all need to talk it out. All right. We go to Shirley answering for CJ. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, first of all, Shirley, does, he, does your partner have any tattoos? That's not the question. This is a warm-up Oh, question. this is just warm-up. I don't believe he does. CJ? Or at least that n- no visible ones. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So, We've got a right answer. All right. All right. But Woo-hoo! that doesn't count. It yeah, doesn't count, right. though. If yeah. CJ was to get a tattoo, would he choose the H logo from Havelock High School mm. to put on his body? The Pirate Radio logo, which is really cool on Shirley's arm. Or the Pittsburgh Steelers logo, whatever that is, with the little star mm. thingies. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Steelers one. Over Havelock and Pirate Radio. Yes. CJ, what was your answer? The Steelers logo. We have a point. We're back on track. We finally have a point. I do know my partner. Thank you very much. It only took three tries. Oh, all right, Mr. Clam. Oh, hey, let's uh, let's open up a little bit, Clam Man. (laughs) Let's get loose. All right, ready to get loose. Chandler, what hunting trip would Bryce Williams rather go on? He could go to Table Mountain Outfielder, out, Table Mountain Outfitters in Wyoming, which has antelope, elk, and deer. Mm-hmm. He could go to Raging Point Outfitters in Arizona, coyotes, mountain lions, and bobcats. Mm. Oh my! He could go to Ridge Bluff Lodge in South Carolina, wild hogs, alligator, turkey. So once again, your options are antelope, elk, deer, coyotes, mountain lions, bobcats, 
or C, wild hogs, alligator, turkeys? I'm going to go with option three. Wild hogs, alligators, and turkeys is your guess. Bryce? I'm guessing I did not get that right. <laughs> Bryce is heading to Wyoming. I'm headed to a good God. I mean, it, the South Carolina one was definitely. You told me that, that was, was my second choice, but yeah. the turkey option, I was like, eh, I can kill a you know Eastern Wild. Yeah, you know, but Eastern you, turkey, so. you're you're thinking about the antlers on the elk. The uh huh, mm-hmm. the elk, the mule deer, and the antelope. So, because I'm I can drive to South Carolina. Where the deer and the antelope play. This is not yeah. good. This, this is not this going is well. Not good for Chandler and Bryce. Mm. All right, it comes down to CJ. Oh, there we go. We got the rings in. Boy, ECU went all out for theirs, didn't oh, they? Yeah, that was the 10 thingy. I got your name on the side, your number. That's cool. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Thanks, Pops. Yeah. Rock solid. Thanks, Dad. Right. I'm assuming he's listening. All right. Um, CJ, would Shirley rather have a weekend getaway at the beach or a weekend getaway at the mountains? <clears throat> Ooh. I am going to say the mountains. Shirley, what was your answer? I'm going to say, have you lost your damn mind at the <laughs> I beach? I don't know. <laughs> Dang. I would have gotten that right. We should we should have been partners. <laughs> Wait, do we need to do a mid-game trade? <laughs> right now. Mid-season trade right here. Shirley and CJ lead this game one nothing. This is awesome. I love Man. this. This is great. We gotta get some. Reminds right. me of a game called I thought you Are loved You Smarter Than Wes? All right, Bryce, let's get on the board here. What, what do you think? Love me. Let's get on the board. Maybe Thank you know you. him. If he don't know you, maybe you, you're putting a I'm lot in this. I'm the one putting the effort in. <laughs> All right. Just remember, I'm a tight clam. <laughs> if Chandler was not working at Pirate Radio, would he rather be Look, I think I'm gonna get this. a football star, oh, well. a country music star, mm. or a comedian? Mm. What would he like to do? You know... That's tough. It is. I'm going to go football star. A football star, Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) What what did you answer to that question? You know, I consider myself a funny guy. (laughs) And um, one of the biggest joys in my life is uh, making people laugh. So, uh, and I would love to travel the world someday. And uh, I would love to do that as a comedian. All right. Dang. Damn. You can say dang. I'm going to say damn. <laughs> That's hard because I remember he was a long snapper, you know. That yeah. Thing. yeah. And you know what? I'll give this to you. I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about football. Somebody's star. in the doghouse. Man. <laughs> this is oh, uh, boy. All right. Uh, for two points, CJ and Shirley. Um, Shirley, would CJ rather go to. See undefeated East Carolina versus a Power Five team in a New Year's Day bowl game. So not the national championship, but a big bowl game. A big bowl game. Okay. Or attend WrestleMania. Oh, that's tough. Um, two of his most loved if I things. Answer this. Why I'm gonna. I'm gonna say because I, I think he. I think. CJ has already been to a WrestleMania event, so I'm going to take the big bowl game. What did you say, CJ? The bowl game. Uh, the see. bowl game. CJ's got a really good poker face. Have you already been to a WrestleMania? I have not been to WrestleMania, but I've been to... Well, she don't know Jack Squat. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll take your point away. 
Wait, 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 wait. I'm no. sorry. Clip, could you please reiterate the score again? It is two to nothing. All right. You tell them, Shirley. Shush it over there, Mr. Comedian. Dang. What do they say in soccer? Uh, dos. Dos a cero. Dos a cero. Yep. All right. Mm. Let's get on the board. Here we go. Chan- Put it on the board. Does yeah. Chandler know me. Chandler, you remember Bryce used to have that long, that long hair? Yes, I do. What if he was in a band? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would be awesome. Would Bryce want to play the drums, the guitar, or the keyboard slash piano in his rock slash country band that he's in? Guitar. <laughs> <laughs> drums, guitar, or uh, keyboard piano? What do I look like? <laughs> I could see you with two sticks beating the crap out of the drum. <laughs> All right, he says drums. You said... <laughs> Come on, guitar player! <laughs> Dang. Dang! This is awesome. The guitar man. The guitar the man. Guitar. All right. Be up front, you know, lead guitar. Yeah. Put the tall guy or right slapping the bass. You know, I don't know. Mm. All right. This could just about do it here. CJ would surely rather attend. A United States Women's National Team World Cup gold medal game. Mm. Or get a VIP ticket to hang out with the entire cast of Winona Earp for an evening. Mm. So it's like a a solo experience. Just her and the cast hanging out, playing games. Or that gold medal game for the U.S. Women's National Team. You read the first answer, and I thought it was going to be an easy pick, and now it's suddenly not. But I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the second answer because I feel like the personal the personal connection makes a difference. All right, Shirley, you answered. I've already hung out with the Winona Earp cast for an evening, so it would be the women's national team. I knew that. I knew that. I, Shirley, I know you. Where, where do you think I've been for the last uh, you know couple of months? I should have known. I've been to three conventions already. What do you think I do? There, you said you said personally though, right? Like yes, hang out with them for, for an, an evening, evening. Yeah, a VIP pass. Cast. What well, do you think I did all oh, weekend? I thought you. I thought well, that. I, I thought that answer meant like. I did mean more of like plus uh, just you. Y'all are like hanging out together, doing stuff. I, either way, it is funny that they're dominating the game, but they're arguing a lot more than this couple. So I do because think we know we because be we than know that. we know better. <laughs> All right, uh, can we get a point? Who do we go to here? I think I'm me. No, I just answered drums. I'm answering for Chandler. All right, would Chandler rather you, Bryce, take him on a fishing trip or a hunting excursion? Would Chandler rather you take him on a fishing trip or a hunting excursion? I think he'd rather go fishing. He'd ride boat ride. Chit chat, hang out, Chandler. As you can. How'd you answer? Hunting. I love you. I said fishing. Yeah, hey, we're on the board. We got a there point. goes my shutout. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Shutout is over. There goes another love song. <laughs> All right, Shirley. Nice. What does the C in CJ stand for? Oh, other options. Should I give you some options? Yes, please. Hmm. All right. Does it stand for Claude? <laughs> Does it stand for Clyde? Does it stand for Cliff? CL and CJ. 
boy, this is tough. And I am going to apologize ahead Look of time. At CJ's face. You're right. He has got no, a stone I mean, cold this, killer. It's like he shuts off his mind. I, I'm going to go with Clyde. What does CJ stand for? The C stands for Clyde. <laughs> oh, dang. That was <laughs> And that was a pure guess. And that does it. They they are officially going to win this game. But, Chandler, there is another question. there is another question. Before you walk out on this relationship, which is probably (laughs) why your love life's non-existent. You give up too easy. You need to be a more understanding. Um, Which one of these following is not one of Bryce Williams' dog's names? He talks about his dogs a lot. Sure does. You know what? I guarantee I get this right. All right. Uh, which one is not a Bryce Williams dog? Is it Grady, Sadie, Sonny? Sonny. <laughs> Sadie. Because I know you have Grady. Now, I, I wouldn't have known this, but he does say the boys a lot. He's hanging with the boys. The boys. And Sonny could go either way, but it's S-O-N-N-Y, which is a boy's name. Sadie can only go one way. The boys. That's a girl's name. I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> He's broken this heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question. Uh, CJ, what is Shirley's middle name? Are there options? No, there's no options. Oh, We've talked about this a lot. We talked about it during the last commercial break. It was yep. actually brought up. We did? What was I? You were sitting there, and you were Shirley sitting was sitting there, right there, and, wow, and I, I said something about it, not realizing. Well, at the time, I didn't even it didn't even register that I had answered that question. Wow. Yeah. I missed this. Starts with a D. <sighs> oh, right, D. I'm not giving it to you, but it is D. That is correct. <laughs> and we literally during the commercial break, Shirley pulled something up about DD. Which is yeah. funny. It just shows you how much we don't pay attention. I don't remember that at all. And yeah. this is a great lesson hey, in life. How do they spell? Because don't they say they misspell it a lot? How right? do you spell her middle name? Ooh. What are you trying to get negative I'm points going, for them? I would say it's with the E's, not the I's. So spell uh, D. Say double E. He knows her too well. That's <laughs> correct. Double E. <laughs> D-double-E. Oh boy, folks at home, how well do you know your significant other? <laughs> the uh, word is communication. Better than me and Bryce. The love test. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Unless you're CJ and just not paying attention to anything I'm doing over here. But you still won. <laughs> Ask questions, listen to the answers, mm-hmm. get to know your significant other. Yep. I hope you guys are going to be okay. <laughs> Express yourself. Hey, are you? We'll be like fine. I said, he just doesn't no. know me. Yeah, no, no. I got one answer. Tight clam. Tight clam. <laughs> no, Bryce. We'll, we'll be, a clam. Bryce, we'll be okay. We'll I don't know. You're going to have to prove it to me. All right. <laughs> this went so well, I might have to bring it back. Mostly just to see Bryce and uh, Chandler play again. <laughs> I might just have to game for y'all next week. <laughs> oh, this is outstanding. All right. Let's, uh, let's open up the booty bag, Shirley Rhodes. Congratulations to Shirley and uh, CJ for their win today. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty. I'm truly disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and I know that I was going to struggle because, I mean, I see you once a week for an hour. Yeah. But outside of Pirate Radio, we don't hang out. We don't do things together just like them two. But, uh, yeah. I'm still still disappointed. All right. right, That was fun. Thank you all for participating. 
All right, 317-1250. What are we giving away, Charlotte? Lunch for two at Thai Burgers. All right, that can be yours if you're caller number... Eight. Caller eight, 317-1250. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Lonnie Kinker of Chesterfield, Virginia. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Our uh, Field of Dreams video has dropped, so go check that out on social media. We had fun putting that together. And Chandler and I, just a couple of thespians. Is that what they call actors? Thespians. 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 We're we're thespians. (laughs) (laughs) We're thespians. It's not with a B. It's with a P. Thespians. Thespians. All right, cool. First time I've learned something today. There you go. You learn something every day. Keep your ears open and your mind open and all that good stuff. Mouth shut. Yeah. And your mouth shut. (laughs) And keep that boat motor running because it's time to go outdoors Uh and get an update from Bryce Williams. Find out what he's been up to this past week. What's going on, Bryce? Well, uh was able to go down to the beach this weekend and had a buddy come in from come into town from Davidson County and um you know, obviously if I'm going to the beach I'm gonna contact my buddy Jake, see about fishing. Saturday we went out. Didn't have much of a good time. Well, I mean we had a good time, we just didn't have much luck. Um, which is kinda like well bummer, you know. I mean, you know, you know, you you go fishing obviously try and catch fish and when you're not catching them it gets a little slow and you're like, All right, what the heck? But then um said, All right, we're doing it again Sunday. So we went um for some topwater redfish and was able to catch a nice twenty six inch redfish on top water, so that is always fun and had several other blow-ups. Jake landed some. My buddy, who's never done caught redfish on top water, unfortunately, did not land one on top, but he did have some blow-ups at it. And then we changed gears and then went uh, sheep's head fishing, and he was able to catch some sheep's head because he, he was wanting to do that. And then Jake caught a you know real a stud sheep's head, about 21 inches, I think it was. Um, so Sunday was a lot better than obviously what Saturday was far as producing fish obviously it was a great weekend on the boat and then on land just trying to get my deer lanes ready and just something sorry gonna start putting cameras out corn and all that jazz and see what uh see what happens see what kind of deer i got on because it's the first year of the new land so all right we're gonna see if anything's popping getting your prep work ready now so you can have success later on this season yep good stuff all right bryce williams joining us today 
Pirate football getting ready to get practice underway next week, Bryce. So uh, we're excited about that. We'll be talking a lot of pirate football with you mm-hmm. here in the uh, coming weeks. We'll be talking to you in August next time we chat. Wow. How about that? August is already here. Yes, sir. Man. It's time. It is. This time to get real. It's August. <laughs> Bryce, thanks for joining us, man. Thank y'all for having me. Um, again, you're a good sport. I don't ask you about these games. If I do come up with more questions, could we play another round of, of the course. newlywed game? I lo- you know, I'm all I about would love trivia. to. Okay. Trivia multiple choice. Okay. Preferably, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, congratulations to CJ and Shirley. Good job. Y'all went a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> That's right. Congrats, <laughs> lovebirds. <laughs> all right. We'll uh, see you fine folks Wednesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For the crew here, I am Cliff Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.